live a good life. If there are gods and they are just, then they will not care about how devote you have been, but will welcome you based on the virtues you have lived by. If there are gods, but unjust, then they should be not what you worship them. If there are no gods, then you will be gone, but will have lived a noble life that will live on in the memories of those you've loved. Marcus Aurelius. And this is the Godless Revolution. Hello, all. Hi, everybody. I like that Marcus Aurelius guy. Yeah. He seems pretty smart. And he was badass with a sword. Was he? I don't know. Was that was he in that movie? Uh, I think you were thinking uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah. Is that Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I can't which remember. Movie? I can't the remember one where which. he's the uh, Marcus Aurelius. Well, we were talking oh, about Noah yeah. earlier, and what a fucking shit show that oh, was. Oh god. So I was on uh, the good old Amazon's the other day, Amazon Prime, and I was looking at the movies on there, and it had that. Uh, what's that stupid? There is no God or there is a God movie. The one where it's like about the professor with Kevin Sorbo. Oh, yeah. And the, that had the judge you know from what? Night yeah. Court. That had four and a half stars Fuck that on guy Amazon. Him, Kevin Sorbo. Well, but uh, Noah had like one star. And I'm like, you know what it is? It's all these Christians all going the Christians, on there. And yeah, sure. Pitching about it. Well, uh, rightfully so, kind of, because it was a shitty it, movie. It was bad. He, he really, like, I think they just honestly, bash it to bash because it's not. Well, and, what and, their and, version of it is, and and he, Darren Aronofsky, the the director of that movie, was as I heard from my Mormon family members, ish, was a self proclaimed atheist. <laughs> and I think so he did there, there's say he already was. there's already this idea that they don't yeah. they don't want to participate. It's going to be bad because that's an atheist. But the thing is, it was bad. It was bad. He yeah. he could have made the movie based on the Bible, and yeah. it would it would have been fucking awesome. And by the as way, we do have a guest movie. this week. Let, yeah, he hasn't him. said anything. I yeah, was gonna, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, we have. This is Garrett Jones. Uh, Garrett Jones. Yeah, very unusual last name. Yeah, it's very. Unco- a lot of people ask me how to pronounce it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's spelled out. Johnness. Uh, John. Johnness. <laughs> Garrett Jones. Uh, yeah, but no, Garrett's an atheist. Um, also served a Mormon mission. I did. Oh, yeah. um, as an unbeliever, is that correct? Yeah, or, I would or say as, a, so. as a questioning, questioning. So sure, okay. Before going on a mission, I, I definitely had my doubts. I didn't know, you know, whether it was true or not. I, I kind of wanted to for some strange reason. I'm not quite sure why. Well, mm-hmm. who wouldn't want to believe that you're going to get a mansion in the sky when you die and see all of the people that you care about that have passed on? Well, right, and and the acceptance from like your family and oh, friends sure, and yeah. whatnot, you know. And so, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> You, oh yeah, you gotta you gotta get right far. Oh, sorry. Mind. Okay, now I lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, having the acceptance of your friends and family members, and making sure that they're not upset with you. And I mean, it's you know, there's a lot of social pressure from both family and well, friends, tons. and tons right. of social yeah. pressure. Yeah, right. And uh, so yeah, I went out on the mission, w- wondering if it could be true because you always see these people in sacrament meeting or whatnot, you know, and they're and they're crying and they're you know, bearing their testimonies and it just means everything to them. And I was like, I want to see if that really does mean something. So I went out, gave it honestly my all and found out it was not. Yeah. So, so during Oops. fast and testimony, uh, it's, it's part of the LDS church that, uh, is it once a month you do fast mm-hmm. yeah, the and first, fast and test- first Sunday of yeah, every first month. Sunday of every yeah. month is, is fast and testimony Sunday. So you, you fast during the day and you go to church on Sunday and, and everybody, 
creates a little parade of of little yes people who go up and and say oh things like oh I know the church is true Joseph Smith was a prophet blah blah yada 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 right mm, I love so, my mom and dad yeah yeah all that stuff. <laughs> well I've seen in other religions just not Mormonism because I've seen like my aunt's Baptist church where it wasn't the same thing but people would go anybody got a uh, a miracle that they want to talk about tonight. People come up front and be like, yes, I I was sure. having this issue, and you all prayed for it, and it came true, and God's God's great. You God's awesome. You cleared up chlamydia. That ointment was super good. <laughs> so let's back up just a little bit then. So uh, you're still pretty young. You're, you, you didn't did, – you served a full mission then. Yeah? I did, okay, yeah. Okay, so you haven't been off that long. Yeah, three years. Yeah, okay, so – so leading up years. to right, so uh, so you went nineteen, yeah. They hadn't changed it yet, right? To eighteen, no. Okay, all right. So leading up to that, what 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 were your thoughts as as you were preparing for a mission and becoming temple worthy and and all that stuff as a, as a late teen? And first, were were you were you temple ready? I mean, could you easily obtain a recommendation prior to all this? You said you had doubts, and a lot of people who have doubts dabble in what the church calls sin or improprieties, right? right? right. So you mm-hmm. you touch girls on their naughty bits or vice versa, <laughs> or you have a beer or some coffee, maybe? Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, as an early teenager, I definitely experimented, you know, with a lot of things. Um, it's pesky hormones. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, no, like, leading up to it, I definitely had to clean up quite a bit to become temple ready and uh you know thanks to my girlfriend at the time who was such so a devout mormon yes and help helping and loving i mean she's a she's a great person i'm not trying to talk sure, sure, you know, sure. shit on her but she definitely you know was like you should go on a mission or i won't you know marry you or whatever okay. you know yeah and uh so it's a major major pressure yeah yeah um not so, that Natalie isn't better, of course she is, no. but I'm just we're just yeah. we're just saying it. <laughs> yeah, Garrett, Garrett that, brought, that, but that's some serious his, pressure. Garrett brought his lovely wife Natalie with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Natalie's here. She's um, waving. <laughs> if if you can't see, <laughs> right? So everybody, yeah. Anyway. Well, and, and kind of, well, yeah. So as a teen, messed around a lot. Definitely. Did not do what the church tells you to do. Sure, you know at all. Nobody can. No. Yeah. And, you know, I always had thoughts, you know, little things. I never like even thought of like an atheist, you know, like that to me, that just seemed kind of crazy. Like an mm-hmm. atheist, those, you know, those people are kind of weird, <laughs> but, uh, but I was like, well, where did like dinosaurs come from? And, and I, like, I'm really oh, into science and dude, so a lot of science, question. you know, a yeah. lot of scientific questions always. So wait, the world's 7,000 years old, like dinosaurs, like all the, it, so those questions never really made sense to me. So those, I think, influenced a lot of the things I did, um, and probably also just outright teen rebellion. Yeah. Um, but then led up to the mission, my girlfriend, my family. I mean, my family goes back to Joseph Smith days. They're my great-great-great-grandpa direct relative is mentioned in the Doctrine and Covenants. Wow. Like, right. like seven times or whatever. I don't know. You know, so, so it, they, you're, they you're go born back. and bred Utah. Mormon. Oh, yeah, very yeah. much. Okay. Very much. What What? What town, if you don't mind, what or city or what area? First little bit of my life, Cedar City, and then mostly Mapleton. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. Mapleton, you know, there was not a single house in my ward boundaries that was not a member. No, yeah. no, no, you know, no, yeah. no, no, not in Mapleton, and no. not even non-active. Like everyone's at, right, you know, yep. so that type of yep environment. Yeah. So, so 
middle class, active Mormon, Utah craziness. Of, which which is funny because Mapleton's sort of a Springville suburb, Spanish Fork suburb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but, right up there, tucked next to which, the mountain. Which both of those are really tiny little cities, anyway. Yeah, not uh, very big at all. Yeah, but the majority of, of both of those those uh, I guess their cities officially yeah. are are highly active Mormon anyway, which is where my fiance's family lives, Spanish Fork. Yeah, very very highly active. Yeah, extremely. <laughs> so that's really interesting. So, um, so so take us into the mission then. So like I mean we don't we don't have to go through the process or anything like that of becoming worthy and stuff like that. But like what what were your emotions going into it? What were your thoughts? You I'm, I'm kind of curious too. Where did you go? Uh, Washington D.C. Oh, okay. D.C. South. There's, Ooh, a, there's a north and a south. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. I thought yeah. D.C. was fairly small. No. It is. Yeah. Well, well it's, it's, in, it's a in, city in area. It's yeah. A district, yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. But D.C. South. So so that's that's a culture shock from a kid from Mapleton. Then. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Exactly. You you <laughs> knock on every single door. I mean, you knock on. 10 houses and you'll meet 10 different people from 10 different countries, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and they're all different diverse. religions and, yep. and cultures and everything. Income yeah. levels uh, and, and all kinds of different stuff. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Very different. Well, the East coast is East definitely coast, a lot yeah. more of a melting pot. And I mean, the further well, you go west, the more spread out the different cultures get. So culture, yeah. Culture, sure. I, well, I'll go. I, I, well, I, I, yeah, once once really, you pass the Mississippi, it's all kind of like white hicks, basically. Well, yeah, but I mean, even just if, if, as far <laughs> as, not, you but know. then it gets normal again in like the far west coast. Yeah, once you, you get know, to the like, coast yeah. again, yeah, sure. But but I was going as like far Wyoming, as like Wyoming, Idaho. What's if, the if you go to Wisconsin, we're all <laughs> it's all German, <laughs> Polish, okay, Irish. Sure, fair, if you go fair, to like Illinois, yeah, or you go further south, you get more Quakers in there and stuff. At the atheists of Utah Halloween party, somebody referred to Montana as the rich man's Wyoming. Dude, nice. It's, it's probably no joke. Montana's okay. an awesome state, though. Unless you live in Jackson Hole, sure, and have a snow yeah, machine. Yeah, that's funny. But still, not not hugely diverse. No, no, no not very, as much as out there. No, very Definitely. homogenous, right. white bread. Yeah. Mm. So, right, so and so Dan's from here. Okay, all right. And he, you're from yeah, Wisconsin. I'm, I'm from Massachusetts. I'm born Western and raised Mass, Utah. But, uh, yeah, East Coast is is so different. Very, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Continue if you would, please. So uh, I forgot your question. Oh, I'm sorry, I got um, distracted by no, yeah, no. We were just talking about diversity. South, South DC is the process you went through. Yeah, well, and mission. leading up to your mission, like oh, I, you oh, know, oh, like right. the feelings okay. and what I thought. And yeah, everything. yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, right. I, I hear from people all the time who I say, you know, too. I, <laughs> I, I didn't really believe or whatever, but I went on my mission to make my grandparents and parents and girlfriend and aunts and uncles and and friends happy. And because I thought, you know, I may not believe now, but going out on my mission is sure to strengthen my testimony well, and will will show me that the church is true. And, right? and and even out there all the time, they always said, fake it till you make it. Yeah. They're like, if you wow. don't have a testimony mm-hmm. right now, bear it so many times until you do. Interesting. Okay. With, you know, and that, basically force, force yourself to believe it. Yeah. Force yourself. Yeah, absolutely. They did that all the time with so many things. If, for, if you don't believe it now, just do whatever it is until you do. So, which totally reminds me of the conversation we had you know a week or two ago, where uh you were saying that uh you you were questioning your belief in in God or whatever it was, and then when it, because but what you saw was all these other people going on missions and having these experiences in sacrament meeting and yeah. crying and being emotional, right, which struck a chord with me too because um 
unless it's like anger or frustrate, I tend not to be very emotional at all. And so, and so when I see people crying and stuff, I'm like, and immediately I think, okay, there's got to be something to that. Like nobody's going to go up in front of other people and cry. Right. And you know, and, and you kind of made some similar comments, you know, about, about feeling that same way that, you know, people are bearing their testimony and crying. And so you thought, well, maybe if I go on my mission, it'll solve that problem. Right. And, and who doesn't want to feel that way? And who, uh, Sure. I mean, once you leave the, once you're that tightly inwoven in the church, like I was in my life or whatever, I mean, just, once you just leave, the you, culture. You, yeah. You have no social life at that point yeah. once you kind of leave. So it is kind of hard or scary because, I mean, social you, suicide. You, yeah, you just, you need that acceptance and, and so you need to feel what they feel or else you won't. And it's kind of, kind of messed up and scary that people feel that way. So, so when you saw, when you saw other people bearing their testimony and having this emotional response and stuff, what, what were your feelings? Cause you were a little on the fence about it. What, I mean, so you were thinking maybe if I go on my mission and continue this, then that'll all come for me too. Is that, well, yeah, they always tell you, you know, the, your mission is the, you know, you'll gain the most spiritual knowledge and experience on a mission than anywhere else. So, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if you go, I figured if I go, then I'll gain that. Mm-hmm. And, it was really actually scary leading up to it. Like all of the, I don't know, things you have to do, rituals, people you have to meet. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's just, like, it's no, I do not weird. masturbate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's, but that's for real. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. My, my buddy's son went on a mission. He's yeah. not even a uh, Mormon, but his son decided to become Mormon. He said his son had to go repent because he told the bishop he had masturbated once mm-hmm. and almost couldn't go on his mission. Almost couldn't get married in the temple because of that. I'm like, are you? Fucking serious. Leading up to my yeah. mission, I probably got asked that like 15 times. Holy <laughs> shit. No, not joking. You know what's funny? As I, I heard, and I can't remember who it was. There, there was a, a woman who I heard speaking one time, and she said that, you know, she'd go in for church interviews, and the bishop would ask her, you know, do you masturbate? And she'd be like, oh, no, no, not at all. Because she had no idea what masturbation even was. And then just in the course of conversation during one of these meetings with her oh. bishop, you know, he asks, "Do you touch yourself?" And blah blah blah. Oh no, no, not or do you masturbate? No, not at all. I, not, you know, I don't even know what that is. And and one thing led to another, and and she found out that oh yeah, you know, dry humping my pillow. <laughs> That's what masturbation is. Oh okay, yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. yeah, God doesn't like that. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, but it's it's also harmless. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like ultimately, you know, and so. But it's like, yeah, I'm a teenage boy with hormones, and I have sexual desires. It'd be kind of no, weird if you no, didn't. No. Yeah, it would be really <laughs> strange if you didn't. Which yeah. is something that's perfectly natural, but telling someone to repress that is. is not natural. The yeah. weird thing about that is having to having to tell an adult man what you're doing and what your desires are, and that that's fucking weird. That's somebody who part. has absolutely no formal training in any psychology, any human behavioral right. sciences, nothing. I mean, it's it's some lay clergyman who, you know, probably is a farmer during the day and a bishop by night kind of thing or, you know, whatever he does for a living and then serves a calling in the church mm-hmm. as a bishop. All right, because we were talking about that yeah, before, about people that, you know, a calling. It's basically slave labor for the church because church gives you, this is your calling. It's basically... Hey, we need to fill this position, this yeah. position, this position. Yeah, Who G- has the Jesus, higher ranking places to hold these Jesus positions? Jesus wants yeah. you to boom, do boom, this. Boom. Yeah. And give us your money. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Right. We yeah. want you to pay us for the privilege of serving 
whatever calling we we deem appropriate for you, or that Jesus deems appropriate for you. Yeah, and they, Jesus, that makes yeah. perfect sense to them, though. But to me, it's kind of like, are, are, you don't get what's going on, do you? You are free labor for them. They're already a tax-free organization making <laughs> well, billions of dollars. You are basically making it so that man that, you know, one of your 12 apostles can live in that giant-ass fucking mansion he's got. <laughs> yeah. he don't the gotta condo pay, down at yeah. City Creek. He don't got to pay you jack shit. Mm-hmm. So you're getting ready to, ready to go then. And you're doing all of this preparation. Well, and and I wanted to ask too. So leading up to it, you said that you didn't you, that you had doubts. So was it that you doubted the existence of God, or that you doubted that the church was true, or both, or was one more than the other? What what were you doubting specifically? I don't know. It kind of it, it would kind of switch off. Sometimes it would be Joseph Smith. I mean, because yeah, that's a hard one. That's that's well, a dinosaurs is great too. I had that yeah. when I was twelve. I remember having tearful conversations with my dad about how that time scale works and yeah, and all that how that fits in. But well, and with Joseph Smith, I mean, there's a million things you can find wrong with that right. guy. I mean, that's yeah. not that. Oh hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you really do your research, so I'd always kind of question that guy, and I was just like, that doesn't. He's really not make even much sense. a likable character. Not no, really yeah. in any way. No. Even when you read biographies by Mormon people, he doesn't seem like that. Like, well, yeah. Like, even yeah, now, they don't even make a bias to make you like him. Yeah. yeah. Brigham Young might have been worse. Yeah. Well, no, at the, the church, church oh, yeah. coming clean with, with their worse. dirty yeah, laundry. The first few is just, yeah. that's bru- they were brutal. Uh, yeah. So, so you were questioning the, the early leadership and the, and the formation of the church? Yeah. It was mostly, I think, that for a while. And then it would kind of change to God. Um, mm hmm. I just, I, and it all goes back to that same thing. I never got those warm, fuzzy feelings everyone always talks about, or the, or the burning the, in your bosom. Yeah, the, right. the, whatever the bullshit. It's just it doesn't. It, it never, it never, it never well, it registered. Is. It is. Yeah, it is. It, it, it just it was funny. It was just like boom. Yeah, the bullshit. <laughs> but it, yeah, and it's just you never. I never felt that, and. Then, Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, you know, I mean, I could lie, you know, I could get up and be like, oh yeah, I had that experience or whatever, the Book sure. of Mormon, but, but I knew it, you know, in my heart, I guess. <laughs> you got to be honest <laughs> that, with yourself. Yeah. That I knew it wasn't true. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know how to really answer that. It was probably a little bit of both actually. Yeah. Maybe like Joseph Smith when I was younger. And then as I got a little bit older and started getting more into like science and stuff, I think I got more into like questioning God because I was like that whole timeline doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, how is school yeah, think- in these very Mormon areas for you? Like when you're growing up and like you're in high school, how do they tackle these issues when it comes to like a science class in high school? Or do they even well, talk well, about they, those they issues? Don't, they don't. They I never was taught evolution. Them? No. They'd, or they, even they, like they don't address it at all. Were you taught evolution? I never was. Well, what about even just like, like biology or microbiology or any of that kind of stuff? Would they even go over any of uh, that barely, stuff? Barely. Barely. Yeah. barely. I mean, we dissected yeah. a lot of frogs, and that's yeah. always fun, you know. So the kids find that entertaining. They don't really care, but like they, ne- I don't know. They never really got into like. Yeah, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, of course, it's been a lot longer I since Springfield I was in school, school than you guys. But I don't, yeah. you know, I don't remember having any discussions on evolution. I remember learning about dinosaurs, and you know the age of certain geology and everything, but they never really discussed evolution and they never, there was never a parallel drawn of, you know, these are, these are the timelines we know about and can verify scientifically. And this is what the Bible says. There was never, there was never any contrast of the two, of the two competing. See, in the Midwest, we we went over Darwin in in high school. Yeah. Well, it's like Darwin's theory of evolution. Like that was part of our our high school curriculum. I think we have a fair sample here then because you went to, you, you were in high school roughly 10 years before I was. Yeah. And you never learned about it Mm. in Salt Lake, right? Salt Lake County. 
No, or, I mean, or, I mean, I think we, I think we touched on evolution, but like I said, it was never there was never any contrast. Like, like the 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 dissonance and separation between the two was in full effect. Nobody ever that I can recall brought up anything to say. Oh, well, that's not what the Bible says, or you know, I mean, there nobody ever even approached the topic at all. Right. But so, so what I'm saying is, like, ten years before me, that happened in in what county was that? That was in Salt Lake County. Salt Lake County, okay. And then 10 years later, I went to high school in Orem. Nothing about the same exact experience you had, Dan. And then 10 years later, Garrett had the same situation in Springville. Springville. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it would be fair to say that a a, a significant population of the state of Utah is being taught nothing over 30 years. I mean, that's that's kind of why I brought it up real quick. (laughs) I was thinking, like, if if, if, if you don't ever have the the inkling of it or have the knowledge that someone teach you, like, hey, by the way, this this is out there. This is what scientists believe. Never even present it. And they skip over it. If you're not presented with it, you have no... Yeah, well, and and I I wouldn't say that we were never taught real science. I mean, we learned... We learn things well, about biology. Area, yeah, yeah. We, but they might skip over something that would but, contradict the majority of the faith in the area. What I, I meant I by real maybe, science was that they're skipping a part of real science, which is evolution. Yeah, well, like you said, they taught you really, Darwin. Yeah, we, we I, learned about Darwin in high school. I don't, I don't, this Darwin's sounds really embarrassing. I don't think everything I've else. ever even heard of Darwin until I was like 18. Okay. I mean, just because they never talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why would my parents talk about right. it? I mean, you know what I mean? No one ever talks about it. So, I mean, that's kind of really embarrassing to say, but... I really don't know if yeah. I had, honestly, until yeah, I was 18. We read about, we'd read about him. Well, and, and it's hard to know what you don't know, know, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Until I started, like, thinking outside the box, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, and, and looking at literature your, yeah. yourself. Yeah. 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 That's, okay, so you, so you get your plane ticket. Let's skip ahead, right? Okay. And you're on your way to D.C. South. Okay. <laughs> D.C. South. <laughs> that was the mission, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I just want to say it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so what do you what are you thinking at this point? Like not just not like the flight or whatever, but I mean just like early on in your mission, like your first like three months or whatever. You know, you're a junior, whatever. You're coming, you go into your mission. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, definitely for the first little bit scared, like just because sure. you're kind of thrown into this Which world. Was, like, that would be normal. Yeah, I mean, you get there, they're like, hey, go talk to a bunch of people about this. You know, right. and like, and I honestly before had never read the Book of Mormon till right before my mission or whatever. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. you know, I, I didn't have that much knowledge. And then here I am going out telling all these people their religion's wrong. Follow <laughs> this, this is the true one. one. Yeah, this is the true one. And you just yeah. got the cliff notes on it. I was, exactly. I was raised LDS my entire life and just barely read the book before I came out to see you. Yeah. Yeah, I've never talked to a Muslim, but your religion's wrong. I don't know anything about yeah, it. Sure. But yeah. They, whatever, and, you know, and, and they are that is wrong. Yeah. Well, it is, but <laughs> but trying to argue that no, I, with yeah, like I know. the Mormon Church is true. Sure. You're that's yeah. yeah. Actually, with, there's with, a lot of parallels. Yeah, when you are. when you know yeah. very little about your own religion, and then try to tell other people that theirs is wrong, that you that you know absolutely nothing about. Yeah, so, right. That, yeah. So that was scary, especially um, when it's like the first black or brown people you ever see. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> coming from Mapleton. Yeah, exactly, and. uh and then just like the normal homesickness and stuff, but um, sure, sure, yeah. But still, never really having those uh, those thoughts or those feelings, those warm, fuzzy feelings. I mean, I will admit, I did like the camaraderie. You know, you have yeah. a lot of yeah, really close friends. Like, you're not really allowed to make friends outside of missionaries. You sure, know, besides sure. the people you teach, I guess. But but so it's a very very close knit. You read only Mormon doctrine. You well, you're don't super isolated too. Isolated. The things you can read are limited to I think like ten books, and that is it. 
Yeah. You know, so you can't really. Did they include you know, Mormon doctrine by Bruce McConkie? Is yeah. That part, is that allowed? Yeah. Well, actually, I think you had to get permission for that one. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I'm not surprised. I know. I'm not either. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, it's fucked up. Book. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially the first edition before yeah. the first presidency recalled it and revised yeah, that's it. that's true. But yeah. Did. Where it actually says the Catholic Church is the whore of the earth. Mm-hmm. That's a That's a wild one. Uh, so, so moving on to like middle mission, um, have you, have you advanced? I mean, are you, you, when, when did you become a senior companion? Okay. Yeah. So I actually rose up through a missionary leadership fairly quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. I think four months out, I trained my first missionary and usually you don't train until yeah, you're like, pretty soon, and you right? had just read the Book of Mormon five months prior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and at a, a transfer, still fresh in his mind. And for those, <laughs> and, and for people, I guess who don't know, a transfer, if I say that, is six weeks. So I, it, I was in my fourth transfer, and I was uh, training, trained again. Next one, it's called a d- district leader. You know, you're in charge yep. of like 13 missionaries or whatever, and then immediately after that was zone, zone leader, leader yeah. for the rest of my mission, and that was at like seven months out and usually you don't get, mm. you know, till later, usually, it, yeah. you know, it's not like super rare, but so I, I was pretty like hardcore in it. Cause I really, really wanted to know if it was true. Um, whereas before prior to my life, I didn't really care, you know, to find out out there. I really, really wanted to find out. I'm like, if you're going to find out, you have to do it. Yeah. So, and I don't really like half-ass anything right, in my right. life, you know, can attest, yeah. but <laughs> oh, no, I, can, I, I can sense that about you. Just sh- shaking her head, no. Right, you were asking me earlier how I sensed you were you were an atheist. There's, yeah, there's an intensity. Yeah, I definitely am very passionate yeah. about everything I do, and so, sure. um, so I gave it my all, and I really wanted to find out. Not that like leadership really matters, but it's just like usually you're if you're a really good missionary or whatever, you go move quicker. forward, progress. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I still, I was enjoying it. I will admit like most days sucked, but I kind of didn't really have the feelings of going like home, but I wasn't feeling that I'm believing this yet. I mean, I re- I remember writing letters home to my dad and even telling him like, how do you gain the testimony you do? Because I'm not quite there. But so I still hadn't fully gained a testimony even at that point, you know, even as six months to a year out. But okay. So you've been, you've been teaching this then. For months now, yeah. Um, how did you How did you find the ability when when you were already struggling to leave on your mission when you, when you had doubts and then and then now you've spent months you've progressed through the ranks as it were and and now you're training other people and you've been doing this for months. How how, how is there a conflict going on inside? I mean, in internally or you're just sort of hoping that that these feelings you hear about are going to come. Yeah, like, is there is there any guilt associated with you know, I don't. I don't know that the church is true, but I'm training other people to go out and tell other like people a guilt that of it lying is, almost. to bring other yeah. people into something that I that I don't necessarily believe. Or yeah, uh, absolutely. There was there was a long struggle, and and that's the thing is a mission is like the weirdest thing where because you feel almost every emotion you've ever felt at the most extreme level. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And and so there was times where I did feel crazy, crazy depressed, and then there's other times where I was crazy, crazy happy. But um, the times where I was really crazy depressed is where I was ha- feeling that conflict. But there's a lot of times where I just kind of pushed it to the back of my mind and wouldn't really think about it. Yeah, you have to. It, because I thought if I go home now, admittedly, it was it's kind a of a failure. It's, a, it's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. You failed. Sure. And I, and I, as myself, I don't like to fail, you know. And so 
it just it, the, I didn't want to go home for that yeah. main reason. I yeah. think. <laughs> no, I can. I, I mean, I can. Yeah, nobody wants. Nobody wants to yeah. come I home. Mean, no. yeah. Knowing that they didn't complete their mission. I mean, especially here in Utah. That's. Yeah. That's well. Think of all the ladies suicide. you can get when you get back. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I You're served a full too. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if you say, "Oh, I came home after a year," that's like, "Oh, fuck you." You know, it's, seriously. It's, yeah, so, people that don't know what that's you know what I'm, to. You know what I'm talking serious. about. You, you know, yeah. you're in Orem. It's very true. It's like, yeah. I'm not a missionary, but no. I'm not. No, but you RM, live. But yeah. You live down there. Yeah, you, I know you it. No, but I've seen people who have come home early for whatever and not gone back, and it's 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 a nightmare. And yeah. for what Matt's saying when he says RM and he's Yo, talking yeah. about returning Retur- missionaries. Return missionaries, yeah. They're the ones that are like primed for marriage. Yeah, that's they, that's yeah. the one the ladies want. Well, they tell you as you're departing missionary fireside, or not fireside. <laughs> it's not World War, <laughs> War Two. I have all these Mormon thoughts coming back in my head that I haven't thought for so long. Uh, well, they do firesides? Inter- interview. They do have firesides, yeah. Yeah, oh, they do have firesides. I think time. of like listening to the radio during World War II having the president speak to you. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Fireside <laughs> is just like old, a bit, just bunch like of history. Group. World War II? <laughs> yeah. Is that really where that term comes from? Well, the president would do firesides where you would... They, they would talk to you over, like, do the radio broadcast. Oh. Like ham radio? No, like, just before, regular, before, radio. Before, regular radio. Before TV. Before TV, they had something called radio everybody oh, listened right. to. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate the condescending attitude. Back in there. my day, <laughs> we didn't have the fancy talking box on the wall. <laughs> and there was no FM. <laughs> no, it's true. Just yeah, AM. AM. But yeah, no, the uh, Mormon church does have firesides, though. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that word, though. I was thinking. No, interview. I've been to a number of them. Yeah, <laughs> you were thinking of what interview? Uh, but for some reason, oh, your depart. Yeah, yeah, exit interview. Uh-huh. Um, they tell you to get married within six months. Holy shit! Is that true? Mm-hmm. They really? Do. That's yeah. what your That's what your mission president told you? Yeah. They. Wow. They are, are you worthless if you don't get married within six months, or is it like you're an old hag by that time? Well, no, but if you but the, if you I get know, home and you don't land somebody who's just been chomping at the yeah. bit for an RM, you come home and you don't get married right away. They start to wonder if you're gay, if you don't have a strong testimony of the yep. church. I mean, it calls into yep. question all yeah, kinds of things. What's wrong? And they want yeah. you to get married as soon as possible to try to maintain their hold on you. Oh, yeah. Well, because you're temple ready, and if you yeah. can find a girl and she can take you, then you're continuing the temple ready, and it just goes from yeah. there. Yeah. And, right. and you can continue the cycle of bringing more spirit yeah. children to earth. And, and, <laughs> well, yes. and, and you know the famous <laughs> Brigham Young the- quote, if you're 25 and not married, you're a menace to society. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and the church actually just recently came out and said that is like... They they do believe hold that. that stance. Yeah. Wow. If you're 25 and not married, you're a menace to society. And wow. a man. And a man. Yeah, sorry. Oh, as, a man, a, as a man. Then okay. you're a menace That's why I think like Utah Mormon wow. is crazy Mormon. Because I got a buddy that's Mormon, and I hang out with him all the time. He's the guy I go freaking rock climbing and rappelling with. He didn't get married till he was 31. Yeah. yeah. There's, and he, had, he just had twins. Like, that's it. I'm done. There's three kinds. <laughs> three kinds of Mormons. There's Mormons. Utah Mormons and Utah County Mormons. Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, that's I believe it. That's pretty true. Yeah. Um, all right. So that was your exit interview. Yeah, sorry. I hope I'm being interesting right now. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, know. absolutely. <laughs> right okay. You're fine. This is right. this is actually I mean, this is our 29th episode. We've never actually talked about Mormon missions and what, you know, no. someone has ever even gone on one before. I mean, Matt's gone on one. We haven't really discussed no, it. I no, haven't. Matt hasn't. Is, the no, you did. not yeah. I'll need to correct that. <laughs> yeah. In the temple. Yeah, you were in the temple. You did something fucking Mormon. That's, that's a whole no, different I had, animal. I had I had a kid when I was 18, so I was no longer eligible. Oh, you fucked. Yeah. No, he's great. Up. You fucked. Yeah, that's kind of what happens when you have a kid. Right. 
right. I hope on the up. No, up he's, part. he's great. Make I mean, look, he's he's 13 now. I'm 32. Like, I wouldn't want to be any older having a kid in football and doing all this. Like, I can still do shit. You know, my parents were so fucking old. It was it wasn't even worth. Like, they're it was they were worthless. And so <laughs> my dad's like Love 58. Mom, I think he can still beat my ass. Dude, my parents are 70, and I'm I'm oh, two years geez. older than you. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, your parents are so anyway. as old as my grandparents. Yeah, right. Well, you're Utah. Yeah, they're from yeah, they're from yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the I'm the oldest child, and I was the firstborn grandson. So yeah, my grandfather, my grandparents are super young. My grandfather was born in 1905. Wow. My grandfather. Yeah. My grandparents he, would go. That's old. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they would because in Massachusetts it's slow. Like yeah. you take. Yeah. He he had my dad when he was 42. My wow. dad had me when he was when I when he Fuck was thirty six. I can't. There's no. I can't even imagine. I know having a kid two years from now. That's what I'm Fuck saying. No, that's what I'm saying. Uh uh-uh. uh So anyway, Blech. all right. <laughs> yeah. So no. Yeah. We have we haven't ever gone into detail. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Um, uh, okay. So I blame the getting to know Matt episode for for not making this clear. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, I blame that episode you for a hold lot off of things. Questions and I was true, open and true honest. Enough. True enough. <laughs> true enough. Uh, okay, so back to uncomfortable Garrett. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not <laughs> trying to be. Like, no, 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 no. I'm just. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. Okay, okay. So Good. you're back from your mission. You had your exit interview. Get married, whatever. So what happens then? You're still questioning. Well, I didn't get married right after. Right. Yeah. Okay. Have you been married before? No. No. Okay. Okay. So, so. Yeah, we're just Nice. Married. Congratulations. June. Yeah. Yeah, June. So. It's over. It seems like you've been married a while. Uh, okay. So you come back, you're 21. Yeah. Okay. And you're supposed to get married. You, you've got a four year block now, well, according to your mission president. Yeah. So. But beforehand, before I came home, I had actually rented out an apartment in Provo, mm-hmm. paid for two months actually before I had even moved home because I wanted to have it. Sure. And I had to be ready. Months. Yeah. Got home, said, don't talk to me about the church anymore. Done. Took off the G's and uh, went and moved into my apartment. The, actually- the G's are the, the magic underwear. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Jesus, yeah. Jesus the garments. Jammies. Yeah. <laughs> the garments. The Jesus jammies. Yeah. yeah. Took right. them off and said, I'm done. Don't talk to me about the church. And... And that was that was immediately upon return. Yeah, I so mo- I moved out of my parents' house the next day. Like I got home late at night. Moved out there. So what was uh, the final straw for you that really said? Well, yeah, I, so, I don't believe this. This is yeah. yeah so what, what so two questions for me is: at what point during your mission did you decide? No, fuck it, I'm done. I'll, you know, I'll I'll serve out my two years and then I'm going home and I'm done. About two and months then, before I came home. Oh yeah. About two months before I came home, I was just like, and that's where I bought or I got the apartment. Two months before, mm. said I'm done, and uh, pretty much for the last two months, just kind of, I will admit, slacked off and flo- flo- floated, floated, yeah. But but I mean, yeah, issue. but I don't feel bad for Even it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. I don't. It's pretty normal. Yeah. So, uh, well, and floating has a whole other context in in uh, yeah, yeah, Utah yeah, yeah, County yeah, anyway. But, yeah, right. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, anyway, so so two months before, so you two come months home, before, that's where I just kind of decided I'm completely done. So, what was the impetus for that, or what 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 impetus what was a whole nother, whole nother meaning in Utah County as well. well what was the yes. what was the breaking point for you where you said, No, I'm done. When I get home I'm I'm just done. 
was there any one specific thing or was it I think it was just a build up. Yeah. I mean it had been tw- it had been it had been yeah. 22 months of giving blood, sweat and tears and $12,000, you know, and it just was I'm done. Yeah, $12,000. Yeah, yeah for all those out there, a Mormon mission is not free. The missionary pays for themselves to go on the Missionary's mission. Missionary's family usually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My family, I will admit, paid for it. But sure. Yeah. yeah. Still. But still, twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What could that have done for your education? College. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, or furthering your your and that's, actual. That's life. on top of the other ten percent that they're already paying in tithing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you, <sighs> so you mentioned. I don't want to skip ahead, but you mentioned letters to your dad about struggling with belief and stuff while you were on your mission. Yeah. So. You come home and you, you've already known for a couple of months that I was planning to be done. You know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It, this is probably not. You know, you shed the G's and and you have your apartment, and all that kind of stuff. So, how does that go with your family from that point on? I mean, you've got to be pretty alone at this point. You know, you're coming from oh, a small, yeah. incredibly Mormon town, uh, and and now you're living in a place in the shadow of BYU, yeah. and. Right down the block, actually. From right, and you're yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I'm guessing you're near the Creamery off Ninth East. I was right on Eighth East. Yeah, okay. Right, so, you know the Taco yep. Bell. Yep, right behind it. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. So you're right on Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. So you're right there. You're right in the heart of it. You got all this peer pressure. You got all this family pressure. You got all this hometown pressure. And, and then you, I and then I isolate already, myself. Kind of. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? And then, and then I and then I like isolated myself basically when I came home and said I'm done. Okay. Moved to that apartment. So, so what, what what were your interactions like with your family and friends, your, your old friends, pre mission friends, and and so forth at that point? Most of them honestly were gone. I didn't really have any old friends when I got home. Most of them had moved somewhere in jail. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I didn't really honestly have any of my old friends around when I got home. I moved in actually with a missionary buddy that I had met on on the mission. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got a house. And I was like, okay. He went home a couple months before me. But uh, was he also an apostate? No, he was. Oh. Actually, so I actually hid everything I did for it from him for, like sure. that, for really? a couple sure. months. Yeah, and then he finally <laughs> caught me and stuff. But. <laughs> and then, then we had to have a coming to Jesus talk. Yeah. Wait, okay, so let's not skim over that. I mean, that, yeah, sorry, that, that's going to be integral to the to the part of the story. I think, right? So, so I mean, are you kind of playing the part? Are are you are you sort of attending church meetings here and there or? I would I went, assume you might you might be sporadically. I, went, I did. Um, within the first six months I got home, I probably went, I would say, four times. Okay, so, so very sparingly. Yeah, yeah, you know, a couple months I'd miss. I'd go maybe once or twice a month, a couple miss, you know, or whatever. But, yeah, probably in the first six months, four times. Okay. So yeah. not really trying to play the part, but I think trying to gain a social life. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I'm 21. I'm a brand new RM. I can use that to my advantage. I don't think anyone's <laughs> But you go to those sequels ward yeah. and you're like, "Hey, I'm an RM," and they're just like, "Oh, nice." Yeah, I don't think anyone's <laughs> pointing fingers at that point. I mean, yeah, just, I mean, anyone I'm just, would I'm just use trying that. To clear so. the story here, like so. And your roommate's thinking what, right? So he's he's and obviously he really dedicated, right? So he's he's yeah, and he was at school a lot, so it's not like okay. we had you know. But he came home a couple times, and I was drunk in my room. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you know, I, maybe a girl in the room or something, but <laughs> but uh, ear pl- ear earplugs. Yeah. This is the first the wife is hearing about these yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll get to that. So so he's suspicious. You're drunk. 
You get the ladies over. No G's. Yeah. Yeah, because then okay, that is that will add actually a lot to the story. So, so <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, 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 what does he say to you at this point? I mean, I mean, is there a confrontation? Is there? Oh, yeah. Is there a, is yeah, there a discussion? He, yeah, he came into my room and I was all drunk, and uh, I just bought a snake actually, and he was I was sitting there like looking at it and everything. He came in and I and I was pretty drunk. And Constrictor, he, I'm assuming. Uh, ball python. Uh-huh. Nice. Well, yeah. 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 Lucy. Cool. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, he came in and it was just, yeah. I mean, he got all up in my face. He's like, so what? Like, you don't believe, I mean, he immediately did jump to non-believing and everything, wow. which was, I thought kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. That, so I, I don't know if maybe he sent something or, or what, well, I, picked, I don't know. I picked it up on you right away. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it may have been that. And, uh, that's cause you're sharp yeah. and you're smart. <laughs> well, thank you. That's, um, that's why I know you don't believe. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> And and I had actually just recently had a uh, that was funny, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I was semi listening. What, what do you get going on over there? I had to find a new news, news article because we Ryan's playing on his tablet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm doing I'm multitasking. Yeah. Ah, that's all right. Okay. So he so he comes in. He accuses yeah. you of non-belief. Yeah. And 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 how do you react to that? Not really at all to be honest i just kind of sat there and listened and i think part of that was probably because i was drunk you know but I, <laughs> at the time but, yeah, yeah. yeah okay but uh but i was uh but honestly it, it i mean it didn't really piss me off for some weird reason just because he and i had been growing apart and another roommate had just moved in byu student uh bachelors and engineers you know so he'd been going for a while actually secret atheist he was kind of what uh, oh, very nice. first yeah kind of what very first gave me the idea of like atheism because i this sounds really stupid because i was always like i couldn't i could see myself not believing in god but an atheist like that just yeah 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 yeah, yeah right. you, you've heard that before so it's just sure. like i always kind of thought that same thing and and uh but then he actually taught me a lot gave me a lot of books read them and everything and, and he was actually probably the main spike in heading me off towards hmm. Like atheism or realizing what I actually believe yeah. or because I had never really read atheist books. Well, I mean, for, for me, I was never raised in a religious family and I never had a really strong religious belief. But I always was kind of like atheist. That's that's some I'm not one of them. I'm not that. That's, that's something yeah. different. It's kind of like, that's kind of like one day I'm like, you know what? That's exactly what I am. Yeah. yeah. I don't for, believe in God. Yeah, that's for it. me. For me, yep. I mean, growing up here in Utah, you know, you you. Atheists are kind of whispered about. They're yeah. they're under the influence of the other and the enemy. Yeah. You know, they're they're under Satan's influence, and so you know, atheists are always talked about in hushed tones. And you don't ever like I had I was always an atheist. I but I never knew what an atheist was, so I didn't know to identify as one. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I could I could at the time quote you any scripture in the Book of Mormon or Bible. You know, I had actually read the Book of Mormon. I think eight times on my mission, the Bible all the way through three times. New yeah. Testament, wow. Old Testament, you know. So I could quote you anything, but I had never heard of Richard Dawkins or sure or whatever or anyone, you know. So, and, and he's what kind of turned me on to that. Well, me too, yeah. And I, 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 I can't say that I was an atheist my whole life like Ryan and Dan, but, uh, but I certainly had my questions. You yeah, know, like okay. we talked about the dinosaurs, right? Was one and of the early things, ones, yeah. you know, because I well, love dinosaurs growing. And then Joseph Smith, I could never, I just could never make that fit i just didn't yeah. i didn't like the fucking guy yeah I, I couldn't get that to i couldn't figure out how that fit into some eternal guy you know whatever and so 
uh, eventually, I mean, this is way after I'd been to the temple and all that kind of stuff and gone through the divorce and all that, whatever. But then I started looking up things about Joseph Smith and that kind of led me to Dawkins mm-hmm. and that really, and then I, and then, and then I found something on Hitchens and that just fucking, that, that yeah. was the wrecking ball that, that <laughs> you, sealed the deal. You got yeah. hitch slapped. See, I got hitch slapped. <laughs> and for me, so you said that you've read the Bible through three times, right? And, and I've done the same. So the first so so I've read the Bible three times, like front to back. The first time it made me have just a ton of questions, right? Right. The second yeah. time it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and then the third time it made me an atheist. Like you know, by by the time I read it the third time it was like there's no way this shit can be true. It's yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah. No, yeah, it's true. I actually had a friend the other week. He was telling me he was a Christian. I'm like, have you read the Bible? Yeah. He was like, not all the way through. The way through. And I'm like, then that's why you're a Christian. <laughs> yeah. Because like, if you had, it. you exactly. would not be. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to numbers on my first time trying to get through the Bible, and I had 120 pages of notes and questions. Wow. I would honestly say if there is any and I, 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 Christians I or religious people out there that do listen to this show, not saying there are, not saying there are, but if you are religious and you are listening to it, Read your own book through and read it and think about it. Don't just read it. Read it and like think about it. Like, it. what yeah. am I reading? Do I believe what I'm reading? Does what I am what I'm reading? Does it hold up to right. or, what yeah, parts of it are it, to be taken literally sense? and yeah. what parts yeah. are to be taken as allegory and what and, and who's and, and, to look, determine? And if what's I'm told what, that this whole book is true and I don't believe in a third of it, how should I believe in all of it? And right. who wrote it? A bunch oh. of illiterate cave Jews. <laughs> Not even the people that that are quoted as writing. Because it says, I can't remember what. There's a term for it. They were they used to use where Matthew, basically, Mark, Luke, and John was not were not no. written by Matthew, Mark, it, Luke, it, and John. It even says in the basically the cover of the well, Bible a different way of saying ghost written. Yeah, it's a it's a term. I can't remember what the term is, but it's basically a term that basically means these people aren't the the people cited for writing it aren't the ones who actually fucking wrote it. Yeah. Well, and if you read anything other than the Bible. Like Bart Ehrman or Richard Carrier, you'd know that at best we can say that those authors are anonymous. And yeah. go ahead and read the Gnostic Bible. Well, and those are wild too. That's about Thomas. Yeah, Mary, it's it's the shit crazy. that got said. Whoa, yeah, we the, don't the, want you to hear this yeah, part of the, the story. Romans, <laughs> the Romans said this isn't going to be canonized. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, okay, so so you're home. Yeah, you have this confrontation. You're what drunk. happens next? Yeah, you're drunk. <laughs> well, what happens next? You got a lady. Your garments are garments are in the corner. Yeah, they're all hers. Yeah. Um, he he. From then on out, basically stopped talking to me. Just all together. Yeah. No. No attempt at conver- reconversion or or or. No. Or no, mercy, reconciliation, or or or, or to try to explore why you thought the way you did. Okay, now I'm I'm often accused. This is going to be the third week in a row I've said this of taking a hard line on this show, but I'm going to say that action right there demonstrates to me. Uh, you already know where I'm going with this, <laughs> and I know you're going to agree. Yep. Well, you don't have to. I'm okay. not putting pressure on you. I know you will, though. <laughs> but you will. It's the hard line. <laughs> you must. That demonstrates to me somebody who does not really, in their heart of hearts, believe that God has all power to convert in that in that circumstance. He's and given, they're terrified he's given, of that confrontation. And he's given up. And that he's realization, yeah. Yeah. Or he doesn't care about you. That's a possibility, too. 
He yeah. doesn't care that you burn in hell. That's fine. It, yeah. That's a possibility. <laughs> that, no, it's very real. Yeah, it is real. Yeah, I get it's it. real. It's, but I'm just, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, though, the first is if you're going to be, if Jesus is compassionate and he can do all, right, then he's already abandoned that for you. Yeah. But is that not how most of the Mormon religion goes? It's That's very, how every religion is. Well, yeah. no. I'm, well, some are very, uh, will confront you to your face. To a but, point. But Mormonism seems very unconfrontational. Yeah, because they're, they're very pussies. passive aggressive. Yes, yeah. Yeah. my aunt, who's a Baptist, not, not to use is very term. aggressive. They're, they're also dicks. <laughs> they're, yeah, like like Dan said, Mormonism is very passive aggressive. There are other people who are religious yeah. who are very not passive aggressive. Yeah, they're aggressive, yeah. very aggressive, or passive, or passive. But the Mormon religion, I think, is is for a most part, is very passive aggressive. Yeah. Where if, if they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want the confrontation. They don't want anything right. to do with that confrontation. So they kind of let it go. I just want you to know that I love you anyway, but you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But 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 to me, if they... Oh, God, we're going to get into this again. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, my, my uncle has no problem shoving Bible passages down my throat every time he sees me. And that's more... Because res- he's very aggressive about their religion. Res- and that's more respectable to me. No. In, in a certain sense. I, I say it's shitty. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, not respect, it's not respectful. It's not respecting me. It's yeah. not respecting it's not respect- me no. or my stance. But, it's, no, more, but it's, it's a more respectable it's, it, stance based, for being... Based on the literature that he's, abide, uh, that he's adhering to, it's more respectable because... Because if if you're gonna talk, if you're gonna talk about like like the Mormon religion is very proselytizing, right? Uh, but but then when it comes to a one-on-one conversation with somebody you supposedly love and care about, and Jesus has all healing powers and faith can do right, and then somebody gives up, what faith is that? See, I'd rather you're, that guy in a religious. To any, yeah. like you don't. I think you you're not following yeah, what it yeah, teaches yeah. at all. At yes, that point. when it comes down to it, you don't fucking believe it either. Yeah. No, but do do you want the person you're describing all over the place? Well, no, but no, that's, I no. don't. <laughs> no, so yeah, maybe that's, it's nice that's a totally yeah. different. That's a totally separate point. That's a yeah. totally yeah. separate yeah. point. But the, but but the fact is, like when you look at when you look at like uh, like the Wahhabi Muslims or the Shias or whatever. Oh yeah, they believe that shit. Oh yeah, they're ready to kill and oh, die yeah. for it. Oh yeah, right? and when you talk about Mormons, most of them are just like. Very well, milk toast about it. Yeah, turn uh, the other cheek. I rather had the people you know, person yeah. like I'll turn the other cheek. One yeah. conversation and they're done. Yeah, like either they don't care that you're going to go to hell, or they're not adhering to it, and they they just don't have that faith. It's true. Or they just believe God preordained you to go to hell because He already knows everything. And he predicted it already. <laughs> well, they're not Calvinists, but I mean, <laughs> well, but God knows everything. He's like, well, God well, already fucked that guy over, and he's right. in the so, hell. So, so why then, even try? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, so anyway. Let's continue the story. <laughs> Where were we? Yeah. So this is so, probably only going to get worse with me. So we're two months. We're two months in. Your your roommate discovers you drunk in your room. All right. Right. He kind of gives up. Yeah. On that. So then. And what what is communication like with your family at this point? Have you voiced your non belief to your family? Yeah. Okay. So at at this point, for two reasons, um, complete almost. Uh, like my family disowned me in a way, like complete, almost like for a long time, didn't even like, talk like to him. Like shunned? Yeah. yeah. And shunned, it, yeah. And it had been because I got home, said, don't talk to me about the church, took my garments off, um, wasn't going to church, all this stuff. So, I mean, of course they kind of knew. And I was like, yeah, I don't believe in God. Um, and also gotten my now wife, wife pregnant. Um, yeah the horror i know and so and and if you if you remember demon seed commandments are you know that's next to murder yeah right so basically i had like murdered someone in their eyes or worse actually yeah well it really and so 
Uh, depend on who you murdered, I guess. But yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but so they weren't talking to me for those two reasons. I had gotten her pregnant. So they they stopped talking to you. Yeah, your family. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it actually was. It kind of left me though with a lot of like creative room. Though I mean, I had that roommate who was an atheist. I had met her. And the roommate um, who was attending BYU. Yeah. As, as a was secret though. He yeah, had actually uh, like very secretly told me, he even told me he was actually really nervous yeah. um, to say anything. Cause well, yeah. Um, Cause they'll kick you out of school. Yeah, they will. Oh yeah. If you said they'll that, kick anyone, you out they of will, school. if you're in school housing, they'll boot you out of your and, fucking yep, housing. And he was like four yep. months from graduating. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, so. the compassion of the Lord. Yeah. And at work there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Well, and it, and, and so me, it gave me a lot of creative room though to explore and, and to read and figure out exactly what I did believe. So it, in a way, it was almost kind of nice. Everyone kind of shunned me and gave me room, though. Because um, mm-hmm. if they were constantly pressuring me to come back to church and all that, I wouldn't. I would much rather have been left alone than pressured. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But well, and there, there, there are a few things there. So, so as a student at BYU, if if you start out as a as an LDS person and change your faith or lose your faith, and the the school. Uh, disciplinary council finds out about it. They will boot you out of school, boot you out of housing. Any jobs that you may have at BYU will be lost, you know. And then, of course, you face all of the social and familiar familial repercussions of that. And uh, if you are a non-LDS person who is attending BYU you and pay switch twice faith, as much. that's yeah, yeah. You do pay, <laughs> you do pay more, but it's perfectly fine. You can change your faith anytime if you're not LDS, as yeah. long as you still maintain a faith. Yeah, That's, but and, they are, and they are not standards. as forgiving for their own fucking people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I <I'd> never <laughs> thought of that before. Which is, which is total bullshit to me. I had never thought of that. <laughs> so, and and she's just left the room. But I, I I just wanted to ask, what is what's Natalie thinking at at this point? I mean, maybe that's not a fair question to ask you. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I mean, so you you guys are involved at this point, right? Let me let me switch this. How are you feeling about the relationship you have with the now pregnant Natalie, who I can only assume you're in love with at this point, right? Right, and she loves you back, right? Right. So, so how is that going over, right? So now there's this is almost like a double whammy for your family now, too, right? So you've, yeah, you've got it was the rejection of the church it. and uh, a, a sin as close to murder as you can get. Yeah. Well, and and real quickly too, I want. I'm wondering sin what is a concept I don't accept. But yeah, way. well, well, and I'm I, right. It's, real, yeah. yeah, real quickly too. I'm I'm wondering what uh, Natalie's religious background is. Was she raised LDS? Yeah, or? that's also interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, she's raised LDS. Family just as strong as mine. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she has a little bit of like. I mean, my whole family through and through both sides is LDS. Like, yeah, everyone. Um, Back to Joe Smith. Yeah, and uh, hers has a little bit of other quirkiness you know like uh we have two gay uncles that just got married you know which is very exciting here in yeah, utah that's awesome. actually yeah so, yeah in utah yeah, yeah. In utah. congratulations <laughs> yes yeah very so much. we're yeah um so that was pretty that's cool great. um you know so they have a little bit of other things like that sure, but very sure. very lds so, so but it, but it, but it kind of forces the family to be a little bit more accepting in some areas they might not have otherwise been yeah yeah sure. they're, they're where your family hasn't had those pressures mm-hmm. gotcha yeah very much okay more Accepting. Yeah, that's always the crutch when I talk to my aunt about religion. She always goes off on the stuff. I'm like, well, what do you think about my sister being gay? Mm-hmm. Is she going yeah. to hell? Like, well, I'm not going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you stop there. Right. You condemn me for making fun of someone else. 
Great. Thank you for telling me exactly right. what I need to say to get you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I come to, but I never know. Like, well, what about this person? I know you, right. you, they're family and you love them and they're gay. And I know what your holy book says about that. How do you feel? Yeah. And it ends the conversation well, right there. Yeah. For some reason, religions, religions tend not to find as much fault with lesbians as they do with gay men. But I think it, it, it's, it, if you, you have, think? if it's in your yeah. family and I've, you already know them, I think so. I haven't noticed that. That's interesting. I think but. so. Like especially, my, especially with like porn and stuff. My my grandmother, you know, she was raised Catholic. I think lesbian porn is, I mean, porn is porn. Well, lesbian. I love yeah, lesbian. But gay porn. Two chicks scissoring. Man on man porn. Sure. Yeah. Well, women Sorry, are just right, better looking, anyways. Oh, Garrett's a pretty good looking dude. Not that I want to see him banging another dude, though. <laughs> <laughs> No, but my grandmother, my grandmother's race was raised Catholic. She was, you know, she's, we'll make you uncomfortable. She's old school (laughs) Catholic. And, uh, my uncle, her oldest son is gay. Right. No problem with it whatsoever. My grandfather, who's one of those guys that is, you know, hard as can be. He's that, that working man built his own house brick by brick. You know, he's Mm -hmm. like, okay. Salt of the earth. Yeah. And the guy, yeah. The kind of guy where, you know, you, you'll go fishing and he won't say a word. It's kind of like, (laughs) <laughs> Very stoic, uh, <laughs> but you know, it, it's like, oh, it's my son. Okay, so what? Yeah, and I know it's kind of a funny story, not to take away from uh, your story at all. But my uncle, I guess, actually told me this. They said that when my sister came out as being gay, he's like, "Don't worry, I already kind of came out first and paved the way for you, so it's all good." <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> my uh, my brother actually found out my uncle was gay because my grandmother had a book that said how to live with your gay son. Wow. And we were like, wow, that when was... I was probably like eight, and my brother was like 11 or 12 at the time. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. wild. So, oh, and then I wanted to say also that, you know, I hear, I hear LDS apologists all of the time say shit like, oh, no, the LDS church doesn't shun people who are no longer members. Yeah, bullshit. That's total bullshit. I mean, that was brought up. So when we had the, the they, American they Atheist. What? Yeah. The, well, when we had the American Atheist Convention here, David Silverman was on a panel with a couple uh, I know LDS he wanted to call bullshit on that couple, right in front of him. There were a couple professors from BYU. Yeah. Right? Okay. And at one point during the discussion, both of the LDS uh, uh, professors said that the LDS church does not shun people and does not condone any such they said thing. It, I, think, I think the way they said it was, it is a, not a practice of the Mormon church to shun Yeah, people. and no real Mormon shuns their, yeah. shuns their children or siblings or anybody for leaving the church, which is total fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, that's like the main that thing they do. all the time. <laughs> I was yeah. just going to say, like... I mean, they're, they're just as bad, if not worse, than fucking Jehovah's Witnesses as far oh, yeah. as shunning goes. That's, I mean, you leave the faith, you're fucking dead to them. Utah has one of the highest rates of homeless gay teens because they are shunned from their Correct. families. Yeah, from LDS families. From LDS families, yes. Well, yeah, and I was just thinking too. My dad has been bishop twice, and my great or my grandpa stake president, and like everyone. So it's just like, if, even for an extremely like, uh, I don't know, LDS family, they just shunning is a ve- very big part of oh, what yeah, they absolutely. do on on a daily basis but yeah absolutely i mean i i have you know i have a bunch of very loving very affirming relatives and family members who are very very lds but still you know there there was a little bit of adjustment when i came out of the atheist closet 
But, you know, for for the most part, by and large, they're all, you know, still loving and accepting. Um, but there's there's a definite separation between uh, a lot of family members who I just don't ever hear from anymore, you know. Yeah. Or that when we have family get-togethers, it's this really awkward, oh, how yeah. are you doing? I haven't seen you for a while. How's things? <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they have no idea even what to talk to me about as if I'm – as if I'm this completely different person. I'm the same person I always was. They just know more about me. And for some reason, that makes them really fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's kind of the stage I'm at. I mean, my parents, I mean, I don't want to talk bad about, about them. You know, I love my parents more than anything. But they, they've come around, but there's always kind of that awkward, yeah. like you're talking about, like, kind of like that awkward. Animosity or not animosity. Well, there's, certain, there's certain things we're not invited to, awkward, you know, yeah. and yeah. Like, things like that. So, oh. but let's... Well, uh, Let's hit a news item real quick, okay? And uh, then we'll get back into how Natalie fits into this picture. <laughs> oh, we're getting that <laughs> dun, bad look. Dun, dun. <laughs> oh, the evil stare. I got a couple things. What, what you do, got? What do you have, Ryan? Uh, you got that that one we already talked about. Well, I, I had that, then I, I quickly looked for another one. I don't think <laughs> oh, we God. talked about it though. I think it was a different one. There. Oh, why'd you leave the page I was on? You stupid fucking thing. I blame oh, Matt at the bottom of it. Yeah, Natalie, why'd you hit the button? Jeez, no, because I, I honestly think we hadn't talked about that one, but I got a different one pulled up. Okay, it's, it's about one of our lesser-known favorite guys. Lesser-known favorite guys. All right, I'm take a guess. You meant guess. that ironically. Guess. Lesser-known guess. favorite guys. Lesser-known favorite guys. Guess lesser who it is? Lesser-known favorite guys. Kirk Cameron. Uh, yes. Uh, only because I could see the reflection in the oh, mirror behind you. <laughs> you, could, you could see his face all wide-eyed looking. I'm oh, not wow. fucking crazy. I'm not. Man, on, I'm, is, not, I'm not on crack. He is looking older. I'm on God. I was. He's gonna, a fucking loon. Yeah, dude. He's he's all right. What do you got on Kurt? Well, Cameron? Kurt Cameron. You know, he's got a new movie coming out. Yes, yeah, he yeah, does. I'm so excited. Uh, basically, says uh, don't drink the pagan Kool Aid about Christmas. Historians don't know this stuff. Right? What historians, but a, but a child yes. they know. It's, yeah, but a child actor knows. <laughs> they don't know this stuff. Okay. It uh, says, according to fundamentalist activist Chris, Kurt Cameron this week, urged Christians not to drink the Kool-Aid and accept God. that uh, what he said is the lie that Christmas has origins in pagan celebration or winter solstice. <laughs> Didn't he just say the same shit about Halloween? Yes, he did. <laughs> he said, was, I, I think, yeah, it was Kurt Cameron who said Halloween was originally a Christian holiday. How could holiday. anybody deny the winter solstice and pagan connections with Christmas? Well, Kirk Cameron can. The power was, of Jesus can make you do knowledge. weird things, man. According to Kirk Cameron, he says, I'm making Saving Christmas because I love Christmas. I love everything about it, Cameron said. I'm a, I'm a sucker for all of it. And, of course, the nativities. And there's a lot of people who really want to put a big wet blanket over it. It starts this time of year, and you have people who want to pull down nativity scenes. You have lawsuits showing up in schools that, have, that can't have... Christmas performances, he explained. Mm. It has to be winter break or holiday break or sparkle season. I've never heard of sparkle season. Sounds fabulous. Yeah, it sure I, does. I know. <laughs> but I like, I like any of those alternatives oh, yeah. Over, yeah. over the divisive Christmas. It says, you, you know what, Kirk? If you want to celebrate your little Christmas yeah. holiday at your own home or on your own property, I don't have a fucking problem yeah, with it. And nobody else does either. You put that on public property. I have a huge fucking problem. Yeah, and with so it. does a lot of people. Yep. Even Christians. Even Jews. Yeah. And and all the and the Muslims yeah. and, and yeah. all the other people that belong to this country. He also says, says he says, and he continues saying, 
They want to take that out of Christmas so they don't offend people who hate Christmas. And then we have a new group who are telling us uh, controversially that Christmas is actually a celebration of paganism. Not, not controversial. No, it's pretty, pretty clear. I, no. I would like you to and end this it. podcast with Tim Minchin's White Wine in the Sun. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tonight, at the end of this podcast, there will be a song playing. It's about seven <laughs> minutes long. It's called White Wine in the Sun. It is a phenomenal song by Tim Minchin. I Stay to the end song. and listen to it. I will include that in the end of this. Yes, please Perfect. Do. It's an awesome song. Yeah, you can pull that up when I get this next oh, yeah. story going. It says, according to Cameron's new movie, Christmas only picked, or, or According to Cameron's new movie, Christians only picked December 25th as a celebration of Christmas because it was the day that Jesus was born. And even Christmas trees are based on the Bible, he claims. Yeah, the Bible that says not to use them. Yes. Jeremiah 10.3. says, we don't know this stuff. We kind of drink the Kool-Aid and believe pagans. That's such an offensive when they uh, When they tell us we have to worship of these things, Cameron insisted. I want people to walk out of the theater, first of all, have, uh, have heard the gospel, the good news that God came to remove our sins, died, was buried, and overcame the grave, Cameron added. I hope people will walk out of there and throw both arms around their Christmas tree and both arms around the gifts and their children and their feasting and say, Christmas is all about Christ. Yeah. 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 I... <laughs> Every Christian person. holiday is based on a pagan fucking holiday. Even the fucking last pope, Pope Benedict, said Jesus was not born on December 25th. He was born in the fucking summer. There is nothing about Christmas that revolves around anything yeah. done. Well, the, yeah, the last pope was Ratzinger, but the one before, yeah. Well, wasn't yeah, Benedict? I know Benedict proclaimed that Jesus yeah. wasn't yeah, born, he was and just, he, he was wasn't one. Before, he was yeah. a very strict, like a uh, creationist. Pope. Well, they all, yeah, they all are. I mean, well, not all of them. Yeah, uh, the one before him was kind of was in line a little bit more with evolution. Well, they, they all Benedict say, came they over. All he kind of pushed creationism. It, they don't. They don't. But really. now the new pope, Pope Francis, is more in line saying, "Yeah, evolution is pope true." Fluffy. Pope Fluffy. Pope yeah. Fluffy. Yeah, but he doesn't really believe it. No, but he's but saying, he but he is saying that evolution is true, but God had a hand in it, which is what a few yeah, other poets yeah, have said, a, the same thing. Uh, it's their it, way of it, saying, yes, science is true, but God did it. But in any case, it's, there's no debate. It's a straw man. There's no debate about the fact that Christian is pa- Christ- Christmas has pagan oh, origins. Yeah. There's uh, no doubt. I always, so, no I always mispronounce it. Salatarium, sanitarium, uh, the Saturn. Saturnalia. 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 Where it was, what, it was like 12 days of feasting, gift-giving, mm-hmm. no laws. Everybody was equal on the same level and celebrating. Right. And that so, was celebrated yeah. on the winter solstice. Yeah, all the popes where got... your gifts come from, your Christmas tree comes right, from, family, right. drinking, it, everything. It allowed all the priests to rape our kids for free for a week. Yep. Every so, week, yeah. Dan. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, 12 days. They got a little so, extra in that one. So oh, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 10.3 is specifically the passage that talks about trees but in order yeah, to give it a little so. more context we'll read 2 and we'll read 2 3 and 4 so jeremiah oh, 2 pull, through oh, okay. 4 says this is what and this is the this is according to the new international version i'm sure many of my lds friends will be upset that i'm not using the king james version but oh. fuck him yeah the worst one ever i'm going with the new with international James. version because that's supposed it, to be the more fluffy and, wait, and accepted version right i thought the bible has never been rewritten or changed. there's there's no there's no there's more than one version of the bible what? 
it. So the new international version of Jeremiah 10, verses 2 through 4 says, This is what the Lord says, quote, Do not learn the ways of the nations or be terrified by signs in the heavens, though the nations are terrified by them. For the practices of of the peoples are worthless. They cut a tree out of the forest and a craftsman shapes it with his chisel. They adorn it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so it will not totter. Yeah, and it, it basically this, the the chapter implores people not to use Christmas trees. Yeah. Right. So 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 well, going even back in the eighteen hundreds, Christmas was outlawed in the United yeah. States. Yeah, it wasn't until the early twentieth century. For I want to say it was like a good fifty, sixty years where it was strictly outlawed. No, dude, they, no nobody in America had Christmas trees well, there were, until. Well, the no, not, I'm not saying just Christmas trees, but the the whole practice. Yeah, that was of that holiday because it was oh, it was here originally a little books? bit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, about like it books, was originally but... like there's originally a celebration of Christmas or the holiday season, and then there's a while where it was like, no, this is no, nope, this is nope. verboten. Nobody had that practice until until the early 1900s, and that, that's and, when it got and, popular. That's when it got commercialized and became what well, it is now. Yeah, that took a yeah. But I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier, this is exactly what we're talking about. You know, Christians, read your fucking book. Yeah. yeah, read your sure. fucking book and then talk to us. Yeah, because that's the that that's what drives me. The that, yeah, like none of us in this room have any religion to speak of, right? But we know more about your fucking yeah. shit than you do. And the only so reason why that passage up. is in the Bible is to rebuttal the pagan holiday. It's to basically say, hey, we don't like the pagans, we don't like their holidays, so they celebrate this way. You are not to celebrate that way. Well, the whole thing That's came about. That's the way in, I view in, that. The whole thing came about in 325 CE with the Nicene Creed. And it was all based Where on. Where they a, adopted which books would be. Right, because oh, they, okay. they had such a significant population of pagans and Christians in the Roman yeah. Empire that they, 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 they had they, to they choose. mixed the both. Yeah. They, they yeah. took all the pagan rituals and said, okay, well, we'll do all of this stuff, but we'll do it on. Quote Christ's birthday, which is why, like we brought up with Halloween, where it said you have All Saints Day and Halloween. Sure. Yeah. The reason why they're two separate holidays still is because All Saints Day was not able to take over Halloween. Halloween was a, a love; they, people liked it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the Nicene Creed they could kill it. The Nicene Creed and and the the gathering of the doctrines that were to be placed in the official version of the Bible are a large part of why most Christian denominations do not view the LDS church as a, as sure. a Christian denomination. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because the LDS church doesn't teach things according to the Nicene Creed, where, you know, hell is an actual physical place where people are sent. Uh, well, in the big one, they Trinity. Don't, yeah, they don't, they don't the believe tr- in the Trinity. The I mean, they yeah. voted on that during the right. Nicene Creed. Yep. So. Yeah, and that's why most, yep. Christ- most, too, or, or, most mainline Christian denominations do not view the LDS church as a true Christian church because of that. Yeah. And because they're just fucking crazy. <laughs> well, and because well, they, well, because they mostly worship Joseph Smith. Yeah, yeah. If if one True religion enough, is yeah. calling another religion that's, crazy, that's they gotta it, look at themselves. That's right. I mean, everyone views, every, yeah. but they'll say they say they don't. But the, that's true. They, they worship Joseph Smith. Yeah, absolutely. you walk into any Mormon's home and you will find yep. five Joseph Smith pictures, oh, yeah. one Jesus, yep. and then probably like twenty temple <laughs> pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is that not worshiping? You know, a, a fucking sure. building. So sure. it's. Yeah, I, I've definitely noticed that. Yeah, and if absolutely. They're not being racist, but if they're Hispanic, you're going to find a lot of Mother, Mother Teresa. Uh, I don't know if much here. Virgin Mary. Virgin, yeah, yeah Virgin, not Virgin Mary. Teresa. Mother yeah. Teresa was a she was a bitch. I meant the Virgin Mary. <laughs> well, Teresa, yeah, Teresa, yeah. Well, so yeah, yeah. She wasn't, <laughs> and, and, and Virgin Mary was a whore. So yeah, don't 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 <laughs> deny it. I don't Mother know that she was a whore. She was she was raped. 
She was raped by God. Oh, if you go by the Bible, no, but I'm just saying, look, she fucking whored around, and she didn't know how to get out of it, so she said, oh, I'm a fire spirit uh, put it no, in No, it was God. Of course, seriously. What happened because she was facing stoning. Yeah. It was Middle Ages, Middle East. Yeah. But Mother Teresa was kind of a bitch. Yeah, she was, too. Not kind of. Yeah, she was. <laughs> she yeah, was she a was bitch. A, she was a total She was a ruthless, person. horrible person. Right. And more of that's coming out Who now. Who found joy in the suffering day. of others. Oh, yeah. Let's just stick with people well, in these really horrible even... conditions to die. And then I get sick right, of it. While, I, while it. I take my first class flight to some yeah. other place where I get and to pretend to be poor and yeah. weak and everything else while I'm yeah. Yeah. I not I'm enjoying all the anyone. money that Imelda Marcos has submitted here. If I don't, I'm donated. Ryan will be able to tell me, but I'm going to fucking butcher these names big time. Are they places or people's names? People's. It's all, it's all Middle East. They all have weird names. Some of them are really hard to pronounce. Weird? Well, yeah. Hard Talking about me. al-Baghdadi? All right. But this came This came from uh, our buddy JT. Uh, Mr. Eberhard? Mr. Eberhard, yep. Uh, Abdi Saeed Abdi Ishmael, a scholar of Islam, has written a book with a very simple premise. Abdi Saeed Abdi Ishmael's book, The Rule of Apostasy in Islam, Is It True?, was published in Kenya in September. Okay. In the book, he argues that despite being explicitly called for in Islam holy texts, Islamic holy texts, the death penalty may not be the theologically correct punishment for apostasy. What what is the correct punishment then? Uh, a noble endeavor, to say the least, at least by at least based on this guy, like a noble endeavor <clears throat> that lasts forty days and forty nights. <laughs> uh, well, you could probably guess what comes next for this particular author. Or 40 years of wandering around in the desert? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he appears to have struck a raw nerve with, with this book, um, which he hoped would stimulate a debate on religious freedom in Islam. Ooh, that's not existent. <laughs> the book also touches on other issues, such as gender equality and, and stoning adulterers to death. Uh, here's, an, here's a quote from, from somebody else that says, Apostasy is crime in Islam, said Sheikh Abdallah Khair. A religious scholar. You, at you rolled that R pretty good. You almost got it. I ain't good at it either. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, and this is in Nairobi. It's mentioned in the Quran that the traditions of the Prophet. Uh, it's like treason to to go against the to, Prophet. Yeah, to say that it's not worth death. Okay. Uh, anyway, this goes on. This author's received death threats. Oh yeah, of guaranteed. course, right? All th- throughout North Africa and the Middle East. From those practicing the religion of peace, uh, yeah, that seems weird. Um, he he he. In fact, he says himself every day. I fear fanatical supporters of Somali extremists here in Kenya and Somalia may harm me. He said, um, "I've been warned they may even try to kill me." Yeah, and then JT goes on to say, "Ah, the religion of peace." You see now, but, uh, can you imagine how this would look if Islam had branded itself the religion of violence? <laughs> Jeez, it would probably look. A lot like it looks like right now. Uh, if it's so horrible that even people who think murdering someone for their honest opinion uh, think it's unforgivable, questioning Islam must really, really be terrible. So, I, I guess I got well. It's not. It's, it's on that. It's on Islam a little bit, which I've kind of been thinking we should maybe talk about it sometime. But you know, I know I got I got I know people who are Muslim. I went to high school with a few of them, and mm-hmm. I mean, I lived. Not while well, I was in Iraq and Afghanistan for quite a while, I met some really good people that were were Muslim and everything. 
And my thing is, it's it's sometimes I think the 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 Scotsman fallacy comes in real hardcore with Islam, where you're kind of like, yes, there is a large majority of very fundamental people who are Islamic who do take a very hard stance on, you know, literally interpreting their their uh, the Quran and in murdering people by it. But there's also people who don't do that. Who are very good people, so that's why I guess my my beef with, with sure. saying all sure, of Islam claim, is bad. Claim, you know, the problem that I see in a lot of that is that you know a lot of the more moderate Muslims around say that oh no, you know those are the extremists. They're not extremists; they're fundamentalists. Yes, well, but, and yeah, but the moderate they and they say that you know it's it's a tiny majority or it's a tiny minority of, of people who well, think that way, the, and it's not. It's there is a minority of millions. people who may actually go out and There's do billions. it. Billions. Yeah, it's a tiny minority of people who would actually go out and fucking do it, but it's not a tiny minority of people who think that yes. way. I mean, we're talking they may be in the minority, but it's a it's it's not it's not a minority it's still, it's by still a large by a whole of lot of number. I mean, we're talking about, you know, between it depends on the question you're asked, but we're you're still looking at at people who, you know, when you look at a minority of people who believe in abhorrent things as far as Islam goes, the minorities they're talking about are still close to fifty fucking percent of yeah. the Muslim of of practicing Muslims. I I, I kind of you know, look at it. It's not they they say minority and they try to make it out to be this tiny number and it's not a fucking tiny. No, number. It's, it's not a small. I'll, I'll agree with that. It's not a small number. But if 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 a majority of Christians actually did what the Bible told them to do. That would be an important thing. That'd be horrible, absolutely be horrifying. It'd be yeah, absolutely. But if you, you, yeah, you'd be absolutely. But if you ask the same questions, yeah, followed it literally. Yeah, and, and, it, and if you time. ask similar questions of Christians to say, you know, what do you think about Christian apostates? Should they be killed or not? The the overwhelming majority of Christians would say no, and that they don't even think that that's the case. Yeah. Not only would they not no, no, act no, no, on no. it, but that they don't think that's the case. But, there's, there's, there's but you no... compare that to Islam and say, what do you think about apostates? And you get a very, you know, they say minority, but again, it's close to 50% who say that not only do they think that they should be killed, but you get, you know, then you then you separate that out and say how many of you who think that that should happen versus how many will actually work to put yeah. that into effect. Yeah. It's still a huge yeah. fucking number. Yeah, and those those are good points, but I still think we're removed from the actual point, and that is that there's no argument here. There's no argument here. I got, no, I, no, no, no. The whole point is no, 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 no. Well, this here, here's, is all camel shit, my friend. No, here's, here's because my it's side all of it. based on baloney. Okay? <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. But if there is, say, that's, a that's the point, a Muslim doesn't fucking matter business owner in the U.S. who's a very upstanding citizen, a very modern Muslim who doesn't want to kill people, who doesn't, who supports, you know, our actions in Iraq, Afghanistan, who's all for freeing a country and all that kind of stuff. But yet the people will go and try to firebomb his business just on the sole purpose of him being a Muslim. Sure. Well, first of all, he's not really following Islam. But what second, Christian is really second, following Christianity of then? All, those are probably Christians. Yeah, that are doing it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, uh, of course, what my, atheist, my, it all goes my, back to the, my point is what, what atheist would firebomb a Muslim? Exactly. Place? Exactly. They won't because exactly. I'm so, all for letting him so practice his religion. All and, of this and, bullshit. Any ways he's fit as long as all he follows all the laws. Is, is religious issues. It is religious it, issues, it, but, it's but, it's a, it's, it's a, but it's a big issue, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. 
the way we treat each other is a big issue when yeah, it comes I to agree. religion. Religious organizations saying you can't practice your religion because we think you're going to blow us up. And it's like that guy's like, no, I have no desire whatsoever to kill you. I just want to practice my religion freely. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal if you care about humanity. Yeah. the The problem that I have with a lot of with a lot of talk against against Islam and against uh, the, the teachings of Islam is that you know it's 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 somehow drawn out into this conversation of oh well then you're you know you're a racist no Muslim, <laughs> Islam oh. is not a fucking race ben of people Affleck? yeah it's that's <laughs> yeah, gross it's racist yeah. no Islam is not a fucking race it's a belief yeah. you can be white and be a fucking Muslim there are a ton of white Muslims yep. there are a ton of there are a ton of black Muslims brown Muslims yellow Muslims whatever color of the of the human <laughs> spectrum you want to look at there are a ton you of fucking have, Muslims you should have added purple just so it didn't seem <laughs> so racist that's okay we'll add purple into that but but you know it's it's not a racist yellow issue Muslims. it's an ideology issue and I disagree with Islam fundamentally yep. it's a fucking shitty religion even, well, all, even all the modern fundamentally level. shitty though even yeah, on all ahead. the Moderate yeah. levels, though, they're all shitty. Not yeah. even just like the extremists. Yeah. Moderate level. Yeah. The way it, they it's treat shitty. The, 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 the way you live, even as a moderate Christian, yeah. Muslim, Jew, whatever, yeah. is not exactly. a way to I live. Will, in my even why well, I think moderate Christians are better at, I don't even know if I say better at it, but. No. The way they treat women. I'm, I'm going to disagree already. No, no, I was going to say with the way they treat women. I was going to say a moderate Muslim. Is way worse to women than a moderate Christian is. I'm not saying any of them are good. Now. I, you're shaking your head. Yeah, no. you're talking about now. Yeah. We're in the let's now. Let's do a parallel. Yes, we are. Let's do a parallel example, though, of Christianity 600 years well, ago. Oh, yeah. They're all fucking is, killing each which other. Which is compare, compare, comparable to Islam now. Oh, yeah. Well, Christianity okay. I think is slowly Horrible. moving which is back what, to that. Which is, they have to because science keeps dealing them hammer blows yeah. and they're forced to change. Yeah. That's the that's they're, the issue. Continually they have to modernize. Oh yeah. Well, I, it, and it's, it, just like what Sam Harris said, you know, it's the 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 problem with Islam is not the fundamentalists; it's the fundamentals of Islam. Yeah, that's oh, the yeah. problem. Yeah. See, I don't worry about the past; I just worry about repeating the past. Okay, so we're on the same page. But I, I guess when I was saying that, I was saying that I don't know. I guess they're both fucked the way they treat women, yeah. the way they treat yes. homeless, the way they treat everybody. Uh, I would say that on the Muslim spectrum, they do treat women. Worse right now, right now, yes, right now, at this moment, they do treat Physically women worse, mentally, or both, probably yeah. the way, yeah. way, just way uh, uh, as, as far as, as, women, as social stature, as far sure. as where you yeah. belong. I, I don't think there's a debate about that at this point. I mean, yeah. here in Utah, but, but, there might but, be more with the Muslim with the Mormon families. I said, almost said Muslim. I, I'm not as g- saying that a woman is belongs as a baby maker. I think Mormons yeah. believe that full heartedly that a woman's homemaker, job is to yeah, be a yeah. homemaker. Yeah. Where if you go other places in the country where it's, it's not as staunch, yeah. it's like, yeah, you can be a, a, a Christian woman and be a well-earning woman, and it's perfectly okay. We're here in Utah, it's kind of like, well, you want to do. You're not desirable because you don't. You're not subservient. Yeah, and that that's at this point in yes. history. Yes, you know, but 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 the fact is, the best societies in the world allow women to do what they want, reproduce as they want, decide as they want, work as they want, and have total freedom. And that's the allow way everybody that's, in society to have total freedom. Let's look at work. Let's think for a second and, and look at the the extremists within the Christian community and the extremists within the Muslim community. So who in the in the Christian community would you consider the extremists, right? The hardcore Christians 
evangelicals, Baptists, evangel right? The the, the Mormons people who are who are firebombing and, and abortion who, clinics. Well, well, no, but yeah, but yeah. which which group Killing is doctors. is pointed at? Oh, the as number being, one as being Westboro the, Baptist Church. Absolutely. Oh, so you look at Westboro Baptist Church. How many how many members of Westboro Baptist Church are out beheading people? None. Or bombing things. Or I mean, commi- committing if, if, these if, these horrible acts, and then you look at you look at Islam, and how many groups within Islam? Oh yeah. I mean, you don't have okay. to look at you can't you can't pick one tiny little group in but, Islam and say, oh, those are the Westboro yeah. Baptists of Islam. But I think it's a huge fucking number of people. If, if, if the Westboro Baptist Church was in a lawless area, I guarantee they'd be exactly. fucking doing that. Exactly. Where, where where Islam thrives is in a place where it's lawless. There yes. is no law it's to control the Wild it. West. It's and in Somalia. There is no fucking law in Somalia. It's in fucking Iran. It's no in fucking parts of Iraq government. who come decentralized. Well, let's let's yeah. even yeah. look okay. at Saudi Arabia, so, a modern country who still practices. They still practice like beheading. Like women have to be covered yes. up. Beheading the, the people. Only people way, who are apostates yes. are killed. People who people are whipped. They they go through weeks of fucking whipping as part of their sentence for being. They an apostate. do that. Yeah, but I've they, got they that have, story right here. The only way in which Saudi Arabia is considered but modern there's a process. is because of the trillions of dollars they yes. take in by Western, actually modernized countries that pay for their fucking oil. But in every other way, they're as primitive as fucking Neanderthal. Maybe yeah. worse. Yeah. Probably worse. The yeah. only thing they do is they go through a process basically decide, yes, you are convicted of this and by our no, they're, religious they're laws to, they're trying to pass a new law that sexy eyes should yes. be illegal and should yes. be covered up <laughs> now <laughs> the last thing that was ever uh, that was even available for Here, women here's to here's where i'm so gonna, saudi is not exactly the here is where i'm gonna read well, that, but that, that's though. what i'm saying yeah they have no freedom of religion well, of course they don't they are. Re- it is we, a yeah, religious state, right? Duh, dude. And it's yeah, an Islamic religion. It is state. a re- Islamic religious state. Is. So in that area, you are forced to follow that law. And it's Sunni. If they it's had not, the it's freedom, not just Islam. It's Sunni. If they had freedom of religion, it would be a totally different thing, right? And there are and there are countries well, like Turkey look, that you yes. can point to and say this is this okay. is an Islamist. Right, so, this yes. is an so, Islamist country. So we'll, we'll look at Turkey as the most. As the most moderate country, in, <laughs> right. okay, right. there you go. Thanks. I know, yeah. that's, I don't, I don't but know that's what anymore. I'm saying. But yeah. these are countries yes, exactly. without true let's, freedom. Let, yeah, let's all take six months and go to a Turkish prison. Let's talk about. Yeah, no. okay, I guess. Thank you. But these are countries this without is the most. Mo- yeah, fuck. These that. are Women countries need the freedom. Yeah. These are countries. Care. Yeah, they do. Yes. But these are countries that's without you, that freedom, without that privilege. Right. 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 Okay. Like fucking. So let's talk China. Back to. Oh god! Back back to the point, though. When we want to talk about Christians versus Muslims, of course, Muslims are worse now. But this is yeah, exactly right. how Christians were six hundred years ago, which is where Islam is in their progression of their religion. And if Christians, but the point is, these Christians have to deal with 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 m- law, with much, yeah, law, and much more diversity. And if Christianity were able to Islam take over this country and turn into the, uh, to a yeah, theocracy, that, yeah, that's theoretical. But I'm just saying. I mean, but if it did, yeah. but if yeah. it did, if this were, if this country were a, th- a Christian theocracy, we would yes. be put underneath that same fucking thumb. Yeah, we would be in jail yeah. right now just for fucking doing I agree. this. I, agree. I absolutely uh, I agree. agree too. I agree. But we have the freedom in this country to do. I agree. What we want. I agree. But yeah. if it's a head-to-head co- conversation, yeah, of course, at this point, Islam is worse. But yes. ideologically, Christianity is no better. But if I guess, but I guess, forced, I guess, my thing is they're forced to conform. They are forced to conform. That's, they have yeah, no other choice. Yeah. But if they had the choice, if they were able yeah. to have but, the ability to have that freedom to yes, choose, okay, okay, so we agree. it would be a totally different. You're absolutely story. right, and yep. that's 
So, so we the, agree. the Christian guy that that I've mentioned a few times yes. that I've thought about asking if he wants to come on. He's, Feel free to jump in and yeah, no, I just sorry. As the drinks get going, I, my the, clover comes out and we just start to get a little hot. Well, but here, the but. the Christian guy that I've that I've told you guys, oh yeah, you know, outside the podcast about who. Who I've thought about, you know, trying to see if he would Your be interested in coming friend. to the yeah, if he would be interested in coming on the podcast. He fully, fully believes and wants to work toward having a a Christian theocracy in place in the United States, where you can stone people to death for yeah. different things, where you can, well, yeah, I did, where you the, can do all kinds of horrendous and awful things, yeah. and and in his mind and in his view, those are all perfectly acceptable because they are. Fulfilling God's laws. God's yeah. laws are more important and take precedent over man's laws. And it's only because of man's laws that he's not able to do that. I think it would scare you if you knew how many people actually did believe that. Though, I, th- right? I, think, I yeah. think a lot do. I think, I think yeah, a lot do. Because I yeah. think, we, I don't know, I think it would scare us if you really let's, knew. Let's not forget, though, that, that there's an amazing amount of atheists out there, too, that are really quiet at this point. Uh, a surprising amount. Uh, on on yeah. what stance? As far as saying, well, not activists, but but just non-believers. There's there's a oh pretty, oh there's closeted a, atheists. Yeah, there's yeah. a very surprising oh, yeah. amount of they just haven't come out yet. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think if push came to shove, it would be a lot bigger, hard-fought battle than they think it would. Especially because politics are so extreme um, that uh, all the Christians think that everyone's a tea bagger, tea partier. Uh, <laughs> You know, super right wing religious well, person. Yeah. But, well, but and I think I, I think I get caught up in that a lot too. Where, you know, being such an out and prominent atheist that, you know, sometimes I have to try to force myself outside the atheist bubble to view a lot of things through other people's eyes, and 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 sometimes that's really hard because I know mainly atheist people now, and those are my friends. They're the people yeah, yeah. who I hang yeah. out with. You know, it, it's sometimes it's really hard to get myself outside that bubble. I guess I, I, I thought of this the other day as a way to kind of think about it. If you think about a company who is an open source tech company who does not close off anything, that is kind of like an open secular society. If you have a closed source company, which everything is kept internal, you're not allowed to take anything from the outside, that is like a theocracy. Mm-hmm. An open source company grows at like 15 times the rate as far as technological sure. advances because other people yeah, are allowed course. to put input. That's why in, Apple's in getting grow. left in the dust. Yes, <laughs> exactly, because they, they, they close it off. More people are allowed to play with it and go, hey, this works better, this works better, and get to play with all the stuff and kind of yeah. and build up on it and basically build a better company for you. Yeah, I, I, if you I close think, it off, I think that's your well, growth that's is well-founded. I mean, it's you, stunted. You yeah. look at like like – like the the Ottoman Empire, yeah. you know, who expanded and adopted customs and so forth. Like they they went all the way to Spain, you know, and lasted for five hundred years in occupation there. Or even the British then, Empire. I mean, the sun the, British, the sun would never set on the British Empire, right? Sure. I mean, and, they, well, they, and they the controlled Romans territories too. all over. And the Romans too. They or they, look they what would, yeah. they they expanded. Well, and they would ex- and as soon as they stopped accepting other people's customs and traditions, gone. Yeah. Look what all of Europe of accomplished yeah. today. Where all of Europe got together for a space agency and landed a fucking ship on a fucking comet. Yeah, yeah. let's not get into hypotheticals and what. No, they did what, that. What 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 humans could be doing? Oh, if, they did it. Yeah, I they know, did. But I'm just saying, if if but it wasn't one, but it wasn't oh, one yeah. country that did it. Right. It was the entire all of Europe yeah, getting together they left to do religion it. Religion behind. Yeah. And they gave women freedom. <laughs> yeah. 
It I wasn't know. there. It's there were no there were no theological scholars no. out there saying God says we need to do it this way. No, yeah. they decided to all get together and share all their different technologies ten years ago, and they landed a fucking ship on a fucking comet like yeah. a. Fucking, yeah, well, it was based on roadway. All factual evidence, too. It, yeah, it, it, that's the whole thing. Everything they did together, they worked together and they proved facts. And they, yes, did, yeah. and they accomplished it if they all sit around and talk about whatever. They then built a hypothetical module. Nothing, yeah, nothing would have been off that hypothetical happened. module. If they had, they it involved religion. Yeah, none of, none of, none none of the thinking or, or science behind this was, was saying, God says we should do it this way. Right. Well, no. and, and, and every country on earth had 6,000 years. For God to tell them how to get to the moon, but it took scientists in America in 1969 to do it. And yeah. jet fuel. It's 16. You had 6,000 <laughs> fucking years for God to tell you that, and he let scientists. Beat well, it's him. because God didn't want us to go to the moon. Duh. Well, we fucking did. So how powerful is he then? <laughs> yeah, who was it? Was it Joseph? Joseph F. Smith. It was uh, the prophet in 1960, 1961. Prophesied of the Mormon Church. Uh, I forget. The, I think it was Joseph F. Smith, but he uh, Joseph Fielding Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that wouldn't have been sixty. No, that's Joseph true. That would have been a lot Smith. later. That would have been way who, earlier. Who would, whoever the prophet was, you talking about people on the moon, the men and dressed like men and no, he pro- oh. he said that uh, man will never go to the moon. It's oh, he he was that right God, after Kennedy? When, when was God, Kennedy's speech? Well, Kennedy 1960? died in 63. So. And yeah. we went to the moon in 69. Yeah. Prophet yeah. 61 said man will never make it to the moon. 61 Cause, cause, pro- prophesied, too. Because Kennedy had this piece where he said, we will land on the moon within this decade because we're not going to do the things that are easy because we're going to do the things that are hard. <laughs> I like how you're putting it. Like, just a, you're just a, li- a tiny <laughs> Kennedy in it. A tiny tone in there. <laughs> we're not going to land on the moon. And I just... No, that wouldn't Not because it's easy, six, because it's hard. Been, um, 61. I don't McKay? know. Yeah, that sounds more right. I don't know. I try to forget. McKay. Well, we see all that prophesies, prophecy worked out. Well, and, and all the other prophecies. Who's right? Blacks oh, yeah. won't have the priesthood. Yeah, Joseph yeah. Fielding like Smith said, we will never get a man into okay. space. Okay, you're right. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're right. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and there's so well, many other prophecies that, that churches have that have and te- oh, yeah, clearly totally crazy. Well, and well, didn't Brigham Young say the people space, lived on the sun yeah, and on and the moon? The moon oh. And blacks will never well, get Joseph, a priesthood. Joseph Smith Joseph said. Joseph Smith said people lived on the moon, and 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 Brigham Young expanded that to. Well, and to Christ was going to come back before he died. You can't too. live on a gaseous planet or a star. Yeah, it was 1961, and and president of the Quorum of the Twelve, Joseph Fielding Smith, said, "We will never get a man into space. This Earth is man's sphere." Yeah, so so his so his he was way earlier. I'm kind of drunk, so I thought you were right. Yeah, so so in 1961, it was Joseph Fielding Smith who said, "Quote: We will never get a man into space. This Earth is man's sphere, and it was never intended that he should get away from it." Huh. The moon is a superior planet to the Earth, and it was never <laughs> yeah. intended that man should go there. Wow. You can write it down in your books that this will never happen, end quote. And then eight years and later. Was, and yeah. that was a president of the Quorum of the Twelve. Yeah. And that wasn't his opinion. That's prophecy. Yeah. Yep. You know, so yeah. keep that's, that in mind. That's yeah. divine word obtained from the Lord himself. Yeah. So I guess he was kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, he was right. speaking as a man and not as, as a prophet when he oh, said right, 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 right. <laughs> no, nice. I'm trying to look nice. up when... Yeah, uh, totally yeah Kennedy that. gave that speech on September 12th, 1962. So just right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Well, Kennedy was a Democrat. Yeah. And a Catholic. Ooh, right, and a Catholic. Part yeah. of the whore of the earth. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, n- n- no devout Christian people are, are, are Democrats. 
And here, just, here's they just aren't very, very few. I think here's yeah. what Kennedy said, which I think there's yeah. some great words en- from Kennedy. Enough, enough for me to say that they're not. Yeah, when Kennedy said they're we choose to go to the moon, that was a horrible one. We no, choose to good. go to the moon this decade and do the other things, not because they're easy, because they're hard, because that goal will serve the organization and measure that is best for our energies and skills, because that challenge is one that we will, that we are willing to accept. One we are unwilling to postpone, and one which we intend to win and do the others. Nice. Yeah, that was a good impression. Yeah, no, it, it started off horrible. <laughs> it was it was bad. Yeah. It was. Good. I'm gonna have to sit in the mirror in the corner of my room and listen to Kennedy talk and re- repeat it. Yeah, that's what it takes. <laughs> Oh. Is that how you learned how to do Obama so well? <laughs> I, I, yeah, seriously. You listened to his inaugural speech so many times. No, have you I, heard yeah, Matt's Obama, uh, Garrett? Matt, I don't hey, think I have. Bom- yeah, Obama, tell us. It was last year. Yeah, you did it last I, I, Yeah, that, I, I do remember that. I almost come up with one every week. I was going to say, was, Obama, tell us what you think about the uh, comet landing. Oh, dude. Oh, now you put him on the spot. I'm not your trained monkey. Well, you know. It's always got to come like off the cuff, right? I think NASA is a worthwhile program. <laughs> hey Obama, uh, Obama! Gonna, it, it wasn't NASA that did it. Well, you know, uh, we put all kinds of money into into all kinds of federal programs. So. <laughs> Obama, it was uh, it was Europe that did it. Yeah, well, uh, we've got a strong alliance with uh, with Europe at this point. <laughs> we're just going to keep moving forward with the with the space program. So, what was with that purple coat you're wearing in China yesterday? I like purple. <laughs> I can't help it. That looks good on a black man. Next what, question. What What do you think of uh, the uh, Russian dude? Who's the, Who's the Russian guy? Putin. Putin. What do you think about Putin putting that fucking coat around uh, uh, the king of China's wife? I've not heard of this. What, oh, what you didn't see that? No. Apparently they're at an out outdoor. Well, you can talk about. It. You were there, weren't you? Sure, sure. Yeah, we've we've we've, uh, we've 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 been in discussions with Russia and uh, and China. A lot. Well, you were sitting there too. You're like right on the other side of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I saw the pictures. Yeah, he he he's a giving man. <laughs> he's, uh, he, he shares all kinds of stuff. Was it on? Was it on fucking? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of John Oliver's last week, last week tonight, or whatever yeah. the show's name, where he's talking about. He says something like, "We have a fucking James Bond, uh, James Bond villain running Russia right now." <laughs> well, apparently, Dude, he totally is too. Uh, all the uh, all the dignitaries got together for a fireworks show there in like Beijing, or was it going on in Beijing? And they're sitting somewhere else watching. It was cold outside, and Putin took his coat off and put it around China's. Basically, their first lady, China took that off of all of social media and everything. Like, whoa, oh, right, we right. can't have yeah, Putin putting a coat around yeah, yeah. their president's wife. That's bad PR. Because she's sure. cold. Like, whoa, that's. But then I guess like five minutes later, a, a, an aide came by and she slipped the coat off. And he grabbed it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see anything about that. I hadn't so, seen that. That's I guess he, it was a big faux pas by Putin to. Drape a coat around her. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess he's like, it's fucking cold out. I'm from yeah. Russia. I'm used to this shit. You're in yeah. fucking China. You're sitting in hotels all the time. Yeah, a fucking it's coat. pretty fucking cold in China too, depending on where yeah, it does. Yeah, but yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. they don't drive, ride around shirtless on horses. On horses in China. on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I would imagine I would imagine with 
with the social norms they have. In yeah, the that do something stuff. like that. It's not, it, it, it it's would not be, a, it would be sort of insulting. Yeah, to, you know, to, to assume, go up to another man's wife and do something like that. Well, yeah. not only that, but just to assume that that you know a high ranking individual would need help from somebody else, you know, especially a foreign power. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I, I could see. They're they're super. It prideful. seems silly, but it yeah it does yeah. it does. But, but I those get aren't it. our but customs. I, yeah, I mean, but I get it. But it seems. But we did. Yeah, yeah, I, guess. I would want I a coat if I was cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, give me your fucking. Yeah. Coat. Uh, we have signed a pact with China to eliminate emissions. I saw that today. We did. Yes. That. that's fucking awesome. Uh, where China is pledging to cut their emissions. What down. is it by twenty thirty or by twenty forty? I, I think they were twenty thirty, and we we're twenty twenty five. Yeah, to cut our emissions like sixteen percent below like nineteen ninety five emissions. Yeah. What yeah. we're putting a, a out. huge, huge deal. Oh yeah. Way. Well, we're the two leaders for sure. Yeah. China yeah. is the leader. They're oh, yeah. saying China they're putting cares, up. Yeah. They're putting up a coal burning plant. Like every four days, a coal burning plant starts up in China. Yeah. And they're looking at cutting that back, saying we'll, we will go away from that. They're going to look into more of a uh, eco friendly ways of doing it, more solar, more. Well, wind, and on the Rachel Maddow show, else. she was talking about a marathon, I believe, that they were running in China oh. where. They basically told all of the all of the marathon participants that what they were doing was unhealthy. <laughs> you're running, but you're running outside, and the air is so fucking terrible oh, yeah. that it's worse than you not running at all. I think it was last this is last winter in China in Beijing where they couldn't see the sun for literally a month. Because that smog because of, because was so the because the pollution thick. is so fucking terrible there. Holy yeah, shit. the sun was blocked out by the the the, the for a the, month. You said, oh yeah, they were they were showing pictures of it. It looked that, like that a wildfire. Like, it, they were showing pictures. It looked like downtown Salt Lake City in the winter. Oh yeah, I was up. <laughs> uh, I was up uh, on top of the mountains the other day. I I I bought an Earth destroyer. Seriously, we have we have oh, yeah. some it's of horrible. the world's worst air quality yeah. right here in Salt Lake City, Utah. That's true. I was up uh, about 10,000 feet in the mountains at a peak where I was overlooking the entire fucking valley. And it looked like there was a fog over yeah. the whole valley. And I'm like, that's not fog. It's that's a shit smog. blanket over the entire valley. That is all pollution over this entire valley right now. Oh, no. The it's dog horrible. has entered the room. Luke. Hey. We are on. being attacked by a uh, pooch. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible when you look at it. And when you go up to a site like that and you want to see, like, you're watching the sunset up there and it's like... That's not that's not mist. Oh yeah, that's not exactly. fog. That is yeah. pollution. Yeah, I'm yeah, above well, it right now. Well, but- and, and when I said Salt Lake City has some of the worst air quality, that's not just within the state or even within the nation. That's worldwide. Wide. Salt Lake City yes. has some of the worst air quality on the entire fucking planet. Last well, year, when say. China had that going on, China was one. Salt Lake City was number two. I was right. going to say last year was one of the worst. Yes. Oh, it was fucking yeah. awful. Yeah. yeah, I remember. You could when, taste it. Oh yeah, you, you could, could taste the fucking air, and, and especially horrible. when you can drive around the state and you can change a thousand feet in elevation depending on where you're going. Like if, like where I live at in North Ogden, I'm at about four thousand feet. If I drive up to like Park City or drive up to the mountains, you literally drive through it. Like you're driving yeah. through yeah. layers of smog as you go up the road, and you it can clings see to it. your fucking car. Like oh, yeah. Yeah. it sticks to shit. Dude, it snows down. I remember. I remember when when Salt Lake passed Houston and Newark, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. It's bad. <laughs> but let's get back to Garrett, because everybody yes, has please. heard us for tons of episodes. <laughs> uh, so I'm and, curious to know what your relationship is with your family now. Well, well hold on. So, okay. yeah, no, so I'm Whoa. skipping ahead too much. Yeah. Sorry. Well, right, just right. a little bit. So like we were, we were, what we were talking about was, was where Natalie fit into all this, because uh, <laughs> if you remember, right, she yeah. was, she was pregnant. That was, 
four months after I got home, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And you so had four already, months after you'd I already home. talked to your parents about your disbelief, and, and then talked to my friend and everything. Right. And, right. And at this point, so so now you've 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 got potentially apostasy and premarital sex. Yeah. Which is close to murder. Yeah. As a sin. So so. So and sex outside of marriage. Yeah. Well, that too. Well, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that's premarital. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's uh, <laughs> so so where does that where does that go with me and Natalie or me and the church? Well, I mean, just generally. I mean, so what happens next? It's a riveting story. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm trying to make it seem how to make it seem no, interesting. It's, no, it's good. No, it is because to me it it's not. I don't know. No, I, yeah. But so well, I don't know because from there on out, it's just kind of turned into my own. Uh, personal exploration of what I've actually really been missing for like the last 19 years or 21 years, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so from there, it was nothing, nothing like really super drastic happened. I mean, she got pregnant. Uh, we had our difficulties um, with me trying to, you, you and Natalie. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. Me and Natalie with me, you know, trying to be a man about it and everything. I, and you know, so I, I mean, I was scared. So well, you're still young. Yeah. I was right. 21. Yeah. I was scared. Right, yeah. And like, it's uh, terrifying. Yeah. I didn't tell anyone for a while. And, uh, sure. You and, were pregnant for five months and nobody knew. Wow. Mm. Yeah, she hit it. Wow. <laughs> but, like uh, nobody like including your family. Wow. Yeah. Natalie's so, so, family so didn't neither know family knew. Yeah. Right. What a shame too. Yeah. In the, yeah, well, in the biggest, they couldn't participate in that, and it, yeah. it's not that you wouldn't the want them to. The biggest thing is it comes back to religion, right? Yeah. There's well, no other reason. If yeah. they, if the religion was not involved in that, why would they be sh- so ashamed? Right. They should be excited. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. And, and because of what they believe in, everything it was in their mind next to murder. I yeah. Mean. Well, any other time in history, at 21, 22, you'd be you'd be fully grown adults. Oh yeah. You, I, you, yeah. You know. You'd, you'd be dying in nine years. So <laughs> seriously, my life is like forty. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. seven years past Joseph Smith's, past one of his wives, right? That's yeah. ooh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so so she's pregnant for <laughs> yeah. So she's pregnant for five we'll, months. We'll move right. Nobody we'll knows. Get past the pedophilia. <laughs> so so Natalie's pregnant for five months. Nobody on either side of the family knows. Yeah. And then how did you how did you drop the bomb on them? So Natalie actually told her parents, and then I went and met them the next day. And you had not met her family be- until then. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> really? You hadn't yeah. even met her parents at all. No, it was That's it was be awkward. It was a very secretive thing. Wow! All due to religion. Oh yeah, sure. that's what yeah. I attribute it to. Yeah, it was a one night stand that turned into a marriage. So, (laughs) but uh, interesting. Yeah, it's lucky you guys are both cool. Yeah, it was, and not related too. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that. But that's long story. We both have big families from the same area. So, oh, oh, okay, okay. But um, I forget where was that. So, so five months. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we went and met her parents, but like we talked about earlier, her family is a lot more. Kind of like open right, sure, to certain sure. things. A lot more moderate. Yeah, yeah they've been you know, forced to accept some some differences. Yeah. You know, and there's everyone has their you know, their weird ones. Mine does too, and Natalie's and, and we talked about her gay uncles before, not that that's weird, but it's just, you know, my family it's like Every I, family has its own challenges. Yeah, if I took a gay friend over to my family's house, that'd be kinda <laughs> like Well if it forces yeah, them, you know, it forces yeah. them to op- open up their Well, my uh, mom warned me about hanging out with yeah. a gay friend before. Because she's Whoa. like it, the temptation right, right. might 
tempted. Oh, and, and don't get anything wrong. I have nothing against gays. I'm all no, for I'm everything. But, just, but she was like, she's like, just be careful. They could tempt you. It's a temptation. I'm just like, There's no gay. You fairy start hanging out with that. gay men, you might want to <laughs> suck a dick. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I've liked girls my whole life. But sorry, I'm kind of sidetracking. But um, so I met her family. No, okay. I, I broke the Kinsey scale, so we don't even have any idea. <laughs> uh, met her family very. I mean, they didn't love the idea of it. You know, they weren't yeah, stoked, sure, but they sure. were much more open, uh, accepting of me. Yeah. Much more accepting oh. of you than your family would be of her potentially or she, was, she, she or, wasn't even like allowed over until oh, wow. really? yeah, until she was like done being pregnant. Really? So, what? Yeah. I'm sorry. What a tragedy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's shit. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know. That's if fucking awful. personal right now. No, no, no. no. It's just, it, yeah, it's up to I you. Tell, I, mean, I tell everyone, so yeah, it's not like I'm not I mean, afraid. The, we're we're here to get the word out. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. And that's like, the thing. It, it we want people to know how fucked up shit is. And the whole thing about all of this is the entire time we're scared out of our minds. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. Of well, our yeah, you friends, family, kids, community, man. everything, and we're having this kid on the way, and like no help from parents sure. because. Yeah, you're on your own. Oh yeah, my family found out because her dad emailed my dad, <laughs> and, then, oh. and then they they're like, "What?" And so then they drove over to my house. What, and, was, oh. what was the what was in the email? I don't really know. I didn't How did they have email? I don't. Small town. Yeah, her dad. I don't know. <laughs> they're working on they're church, working on Satan's church di- keyboard, church wow. directory, or whatever. <laughs> well, I guess he wouldn't be. Yeah, that's true. That's wild. So you're from Mapleton too. Oh. Spanish Fork, Salem. Okay. Oh, Salem. Okay. Well, Spanish, Spanish Fork and Salem. Salem. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Palmyra. He just got it's kind of all Mapleton, yeah. Spanish Fork, Salem. Area. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so you're pregnant for five months. Nobody knows. Well, and I was honestly, Natalie tells yeah, her family. Tell anyone. And then your family, Garrett, finds out via email from Natalie's dad that Natalie's pregnant. It was. A, yeah, I, I didn't read it. It was a very nice good. email from that, yeah, Natalie's dad. But said what? Nice, but also informative. Like a congratulations on your first child. You know? <laughs> yeah. What do you? I, I wouldn't like, even know hey. what to say. I mean, yeah. Here, okay. come oh, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right, so, so what? What was in the email? So this is. So as far as I understand, I haven't actually read the actual email. But what I was told the email said was, "Hey, so I guess our children know each other." And they are also Carnally. <laughs> having a child, and we should probably get together and talk about this wow. as a family. No, wow. so no. Here's yeah. my email. Here's my phone number. Let's get this figured out. Was, that's was really all the email said. It didn't say anything elaborate. That's kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, it was definitely. So then, of course, my parents forced get married. Right now, sure. Oh yeah, because you cannot live in sin and let the yeah. family know about yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. You know, and the ward or whatever. So it's like both of actually both families kind of. Then of course she's only going to be pregnant for four more months. So how do you explain yeah, any of that, right? Exactly. So wow. and that, isn't that funny though? Like we don't know each other really at that point. We had known each other five months. You need wow. to get married right now. In my opinion, at least you need to know someone longer than that. But in their mind, it's better yeah. to marry someone you don't know than to live in sin. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I know, I know, like Danielle and I, you know, who you met. Yeah, we we've been dating for two years. Yeah, there you go. Living together for a year and a half, and then recently engaged, and then and congratulations, yes. and then congratulations, only, Matt, on the engagement. Thanks, right guy. But <laughs> only then, re, only then engaged, and our and our 
we're planning for maybe sometime next year, like yeah. kind of thing. That, yeah. So yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we did it, yeah. Which, which seems to me to be more, but that's after a failed marriage. Obviously, and 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 but, and either, a but either way, similar. regardless, is right. But I'm just saying the religious it. pressure is such bullshit, and it, it fucks shit up. Well, for example, get married within six months after your mission. Yeah, yeah like we talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah, like exactly. how many? How, how the hell LDS, do I know someone in six months? Yeah, right. how many like, LDS families are broken up eventually because they do get married within six months of coming home temple. on their mission, and then one of them cheats, one of them fucking decides that they didn't want to be married in the first place. I mean, it sets up. To have broken fucking families well, all that's over a, the place. That's a fairly new rule. I would say within, I don't know, I'd guess 15, 20 years. Temple marriage divorce has steadily been on the increase. Yeah. 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 Drastically, too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's because that new law has been implemented. Well, it's, it's six it's, months. You it's don't like know anything. Forced marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Or what, what about what about the fact that, like, you know, may, l- let me not introduce you to the awesomeness that is Natalie or Garrett. Yeah. Like, you know, how many months are you missing out on, on strengthening family bonds? Yeah. You know, where you guys are awesome and it would, it would, <laughs> it would be easy to just, you know, okay, cool. Yeah. This is no, you know, now we're going to put it off five months because we're scared of the religious implications. Yeah. And then hopefully you guys can accept this other person that I've, that, that's a part of my life forever now. And like, it's true. Oh God, what a fucking, <laughs> no, it's, I know. It's true. and I actually remember being told on my mission many times and actually being told to teach people it too, that you don't necessarily need to have very much in common with your spouse. As oh, long as you're Jesus. both following the teachings of the gospel yep, yep. to the fullest, that's all that matters. You, you will have yeah. a happy marriage, and I am not kidding you. I have heard that so many times. You do not have to have that much and in that's common. Fucking like bullshit. you can, you can meet each other Which, that day as long as you're both living the gospel. My, you will have a happy marriage. Bullshit. It's no, that is total not bullshit. That my is not my super true. super LDS yeah, it's aunt not true. was married to this fucking asshole for I don't know how many years. They had three kids together. They get married in the temple. He's fucking physically, mentally abusive. She decides she's had enough and that they need to get a divorce. Her largest concern throughout the divorce is what happens to my temple marriage now. Am I going to have to be sealed to this fucking guy for the rest of eternity? Well. That if, you know, he <laughs> dies before me or or whatever, that he gets up into the celestial kingdom and calls me to him that I will have to go and 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 serve his needs that was her largest fucking concern through all of it was that she would be sealed to him yeah not just through time but through time and eternity and she's still fucking super lds that's the i was that's funny you bring that up because today actually at work i was thinking about how it's funny or not sorry that's not the right word sad actually (laughs) very sad um that even women in the mormon church can't even look forward to heaven yeah because of the fear that you're going to have to share your husband. If yeah, once yeah. he gets up there, he desires to have another wife. Yep. Obviously that's not going to happen. And that's bullshit, but they live the rest of their lives. And I know a lot of women who are generally scared and depressed and won't, don't like to talk about it because yeah. they know that it, it they know quotation marks that it, it it's, uh, <laughs> That that it's a polygamous? possibility yeah. that, she, that she could live Let a me, polygamous marriage once she gets to heaven. Yeah, and that let me is, tell you something. And I'm like, you can't even enjoy the thought of heaven? Like, fuck. Not yeah, no, real, no, but. yeah. Polygam- polygamy is a real thing that Mormons believe, right? And yeah. I used to have a, a, a friend who I was really close to who's super, super ultra-Mormon, right? And his wife, he would tell me, didn't please him the way he would, the way he wanted, but he didn't worry about it because he could replace her in the life, not not necessarily replace her, but add to her. Yeah. In the life to come, and he could he could get what he wanted from others. Fucking so he bullshit. would just deal with it. For yeah. 
What a disgusting yeah. idea. Oh, yeah. Is, I mean, yeah. how sick is that, right? It's, it's, it's true. You know, right. Yeah. What do you, yeah. What do you I, say? I don't even know, I know what to say. Because I, I know. I, I feel well, just, I mean, we were talking about like Muslim women, and everything. And I agree. Yeah, they, yeah. they are treated worse, but there's a lot of psychological things that, yeah. you know, Christians do to women that fuck them up. Yeah. I mean, I've heard. Well, and, and, and in the same things, way like, that I didn't know that I was atheist forever. Right. Like yeah. I, because I, I hadn't tied the two together that, that I was an atheist. Yeah, absolutely. Help yourself. That I, you know, I hadn't tied together that I wasn't a, that I was an atheist. I see, I see Christian women all the time who don't know that they're being abused because they yeah. have no concept of the notion. Right. Right. They don't understand that a lot of the things they're going through are mental abuse. Yep. They, yeah. are, or they are being mentally abused by their husbands, but they don't understand that because it's all according to God's law, and yeah. they're following through with God's plan. Well, you don't know you're a cult like while you're in it until you get out, right? It's that whole mentality. You have no idea like how fucking bullshit it is until you really get out and you start looking at it from a different viewpoint. Because yeah. I had never realized. I mean, I'd grown up and realized like I doubted it, but I never realized how messed up it really is. Religion yeah. and the Mormon Church until you get out of it and you see it from a different perspective. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So. And I was wondering that with with Islam as well too. Like you know, martyrs die and get seventy two virgins. Where do they get those virgins from? Like they pluck them from hell. Like the girls don't <laughs> have any choice. That's, that's yeah, the, the women hell. have no choice well, in that too. Yeah, that's their hell. You it's all the seven year olds in the Mormon yeah. religion. They have all those little babies <laughs> sitting up there waiting. They steal some. The spirit babies. The spirit yeah. babies. Oh, oh, Muhammad comes and snatches <laughs> yeah. babies. Yeah. Muhammad, from, Muhammad from, from is he's from the Mormon God. And, yeah. and he, he sneaks to the window at night, <laughs> oh, and yeah, he goes in probably. there, and he takes those spirit babies away from the Mormons. Ah, that's, that's why the Mormons have to fuck so much, because they've got to get all the spirit babies here before Muhammad takes them for his martyrs. <laughs> that's in the Book of Mormon somewhere. It is, sure. I, I, hope we don't become, so, I hope we don't become known as the, the baby rape so, podcast. So in, oh, no. So no. I, mentioned, I mentioned my one aunt who's super LDS and, and remains so even Did after you say aunt? her. Yeah, I, aunt? I say aunt and Halloween. Fuck it. I'm, I'm from Utah and I'm different. No, it's weird because in Utah it's aunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. in Mass it's aunt. Yeah. Do, you, do you say milk? No, fuck no. Okay. Do you say pellow? Utah does no. milk and pellow. Milk and pellow and, nu- and nuclear. <laughs> fuck no, I don't nuclear. say that shit. Yeah. A nuclear but family. So, so my one aunt who, who went through her divorce and was terrified because of her divorce and the afterlife, but for some odd reason remains staunch LDS. And then I have my other aunt who you know, unfriended me on Facebook four years ago or five years ago when I came out as an atheist. And she was, she was the, she was the type of LDS person who, uh, this was back when HBO's big love was on Mm -hmm. and she started, she, she was part of this big campaign to, to write letters to HBO to To stop 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 big love. Right. Cause it was true. And I remember, (laughs) I remember having a conversation with my mom and my mom was telling me about it. She's like, Oh yeah, your aunt, so-and-so is, is, you know, wrote to me and asked me if I would join her campaign to try to get big love stopped. And I just asked her, have you ever watched it? And of course her fucking response was no, no, no I haven't ever watched yeah. it, but I just know it's bad yeah. because the church says it's bad. So it's yeah. gotta be bad. <laughs> but that same aunt who did that is now, and I posted about this earlier, earlier this week on Facebook. I, I found out, uh, this week, uh, is now, in the Mormon Expression podcast community. Oh, oh, wow. And the Mormon Expression podcast community, of course, is is uh, a great resource for those who are questioning or have recently left oh, the yeah. LDS faith. Yeah. 
And I saw her post a comment in there, and I was like, oh, what? Holy shit. You know, my aunt who unfriended me on Facebook when I yeah. came out as an atheist yeah. is now part of this community. And I was just, I was kind of blown away. We should, I was like, yeah, progress is good. Yeah, we good, should do a good, crossover good podcast. More forgiving with them. than the Christians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We should do a crossover podcast with them. That'd be fun. Yeah. I've would, met a few of those guys from would? there. I don't know. I think John might. I met a, yeah. I met a few. I mean, I, I met John a few. John or Lindsay met. might. Yeah, I could shot. ask him. Worth a shot. Yeah. Have you ever listened to the Mormon? Experience? I actually it's have it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's pretty decent. I was on. I was on their podcast a while ago. I think it was actually the podcast I was ever on. I was that Besides I. Besides this, one? it was the first podcast yeah. I had ever been on. Yeah. I mean, there really is only, including us, three podcasts in Utah that are basically anti-Mormon that I know of. Yeah. Well, I, are was, they are they atheists or anti? Yeah. Well, there's Do one other atheist I would say podcast. We're the, probably the most for sure. Well, we're the only like really staunch atheist. There's another atheist one here in Utah that I've heard of. Thank God I'm atheist. Thank God I'm atheist. That one's in Utah. The Mormon expression is an atheist, but they kind of talk against. Yeah, they, the they talk church. about a lot of the problematic issues yes. in the LDS church. Yeah, but, and those who are leaving, and and they're they're a good they're a good. Resource no, they, no, they are. They're, they're not they an atheist podcast. Yeah, they're. Yeah, yeah it's it, not necessarily atheistic, but yeah, definitely. yeah they're definitely against. If you want to hear the real shit, though, <laughs> if you want to hear the real shit. You listen to wait. us. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> who do we got to tune into? You're not going to get it from some half-assed, hokey pokey, foot in, foot out Mormons. It's well, no, but they're they're not. I mean, people on the Mormon expression are no longer okay. practicing Mormon, still. as far as I know. Still, no. Yeah, no, none of them are that I know of. Can I bring up something that's way off topic? Of course, yes. sure. Okay, kind of curious as to yeah, what you guys that. feel about this. Um, recently, this feel week, or think what it, both. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> mostly think. Uh, recently, had a friend this week go and get his tonsils removed. Okay, yeah. okay. While he's at the doctor's office, all hooked up to all his stuff, about ready to go into surgery, the two doctors come up to him. True story, too. Offers to give him a blessing. Disagree. Oh, Feel and think. Disagree. Okay. So I, because I've asked, I've been asking a lot of people this. I'm like, do you feel like that's wrong? Do you feel, would you be offended? I and, would. And absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're, agree. you're put like, on the spot. Because, and he said nothing about religion. They Even just if I were full LDS. Assumption, full assumption. And I, well, and I, I'm, yeah, maybe, I'm maybe I'm think jumping the shark here. Oh, so sorry. He's, saying, a, he's, he's atheist, by the way. So, so he's an atheist, but, yeah. and, and maybe I'm jumping to Doesn't conclusions matter. here and saying that the dentist was a Mormon. I would assume this or, or, down in Penguage. Oh. Yeah. So, 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 Dr. Lee, I don't know, David Lee, David Lee Roth, no. <laughs> not David Lee Roth, <laughs> Dr. David Lee Roth, <laughs> Dr. David Lee Roth. <laughs> anyway, 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 but here, here's but like inappropriate oh, yeah. and unprofessional, yeah, wholly inappropriate and unprofessional. It, would you, you don't get, know what your you fucking patients, I would be religious views uh, are, or would you just kind of leave it at that? Well, I would leave it at that, but I'd be slightly offended by it at the moment. Would I, I do what or leave mm. it at that? Would would you be I want offended and say something about it, or would you leave it? Fuck yeah, okay. I would okay. say something about it. Because I agree. I agree. I would absolutely yeah. say something about it. I would say, why it. the hell would you? Yeah. I, I, I th- like, are you not qualified or like skilled as a doctor? Do you not think you can do this without well, a blessing? Sure, it causes. Because that kind of freaks yeah, me out. Like, if you feel like you need question. a blessing yeah, sure. to be able to do this, <laughs> you, yeah, then sure. like. If you're relying on God's power to perform the rest yeah, of the surgery, about, I want to get out of the fucking chair right now. Give me an atheist doctor, you know? Give me someone that knows the facts and, you know, doesn't rely on God for their steady hand. Or give me a sign. Scientist of medicine. I, I, I would I would figure I, that I don't if, I don't care if he's atheist, but let him be a scientist. I would think that the patient like this, was this really is that a worried. Priest right yeah. now in the room with me. Right. If the yeah, patient was really him. that worried, they would have had a blessing beforehand. 
Right, right now, you need to be thinking sure. about, I am getting a bodily part removed. And it's a tonsil. Don't so. fuck up. Yeah, but, uh, but if the doctor's mean, a yeah, fucking no, no. hack, he could really... Uh, yeah, well, maybe we'll, fuck it up. I, of course, they bleed you out. out but I, mean, I just never heard of any, I just never heard of anything like that, and it you know, it blew my wild. mind. I was well, like, they really offered you. A I would be. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm I would not be too super surprised. fucking offended. Super like, unprofessional even, too, though. Yeah, even very, very much. So, drugged yeah. up, I'd be like, hell, fuck you guys! Get out of my face! I'm out of here, done fucking <laughs> off. You peoples. <laughs> there, 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 there was yeah. the uh, the, the not, not a case, but there's a there was a practice recently. Uh, this last year, I can't remember what state it was, where they were having a uh, a preacher take up a seat on an ambulance or fire truck to go to scenes of traumatic fucking injuries to give last blessings to people that were I, in I a traumatic, about that a story. traumatic yeah. car accident or an that was incident. back east somewhere, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it was isn't the Bible Belt, but was my it? thought is like. We have four seats on our fucking fire trucks. I want all four seats be be, be taken up by a qualified professionals, fire yeah. response, Educated. yeah, paramedic on those seats that yeah. knows when we get that scene, we can get that person out of an incident and try to save their life instead of being like, well, they might be fucked, so let's bring a preacher, somebody who has more training than seat. to say that God will fix it. Yes. Yeah, when here's the thing, like praying does nothing I, for you. I don't you give a, a shit crash. what fucking religious affiliation people claim. If you put fucking Ryan, you know, battle tested, seen military, you know, federal firefighter, all this shit versus some fucking priest that spent his life fucking our kids, who do you want to save? Yeah, of course yeah. it's going to be Ryan. It's you true. know, oh, he's an atheist, by the way. Yes. But I will shove well, my finger in a bullet hole. <laughs> yeah if it's gonna help you save your did life. You, did you say oh. bullet hole? Yeah, yeah bullet I, hole. Okay. I thought, yeah. Yeah, I, I was kind of. You know another good thing for uh, but he, he, he'll do that too. Okay, for, I was just yeah. curious. It's, I mean, it's a little extra. Just, just, just in case you're walking around in the ghetto <laughs> and, you're, and you're worried about getting shot, it's, it's, it's a little carry extra. fucking tampons. Oh, for the bullet hole. Yeah, for the bullet hole. Shove a tampon okay. right in there. It'll, it'll, it'll help you until a paramedic gets there. <laughs> Ryan's jokes take some. <laughs> no, no, take no, I just, no, actually, no. The, it, me too. That's, that, that one's was actually kind of serious. A, a tampon will actually help. No, stop yeah, bleeding. for sure. No, I agree. I just didn't know what you were talking about for a second. Yeah, that's why I say your jokes take a minute. Yeah, that one was talking a joke, about walking though. around like, in the ghetto with tampons. Like seriously, if you're walking <laughs> yeah, around we were, the south side of Chicago, you're worried about getting shot and you get hit. Yeah, shove a tampon on that thing and it'll fucking clog it up and it'll stop you from bleeding out. Yeah, of course, and attract sharks. Good, good tip. <laughs> well, you're in fucking Chicago. There's no sharks in Chicago. <laughs> All right, should we wrap this up like a like well, a Christmas Dan, present? Dan is, uh, I think, urinating at the moment because his mic is absent. There's, there's Dan. Hi. All right, but, let's, uh, uh, we're going to wrap this up, but I want to do one thing that right. I haven't really done with any of our guests. And it was something I had done some interviews with people and I posted them on YouTube on, uh, sure. Underneath the atheist Utah thing. And I would always end off with the last question of interviewing people about leaving religion was if you had any advice to give anyone else that is contemplating yeah. leaving religion or having a problem with the religion that they're in and don't fully believe it, what advice would you give them? Hmm. <sighs> That's really good. Yeah, um, yeah that's, a, that's, a, yeah, that's seriously. A there's like a flood of things that came to my mind, but I think my biggest thing would be to fuck what anyone says and to not be afraid to leave your uh, social norm or what you're comfortable with, because no matter where you go, you will make friends. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think that for a lot of people, at least for me, that there was my more. biggest thing is if I leave the Mormon church, will I make friends outside of it? Cause that, mm -hmm. that was all I had known at that point. So yes, you will. <laughs> so just go for it. Take that fucking leap of faith. And, uh, 
Ooh. Well, and, yeah. and uh, well, leave a fan. Yeah. Well, and you said, you know, fuck your social norms and, 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 and come out. And, and I would say, you know, and you said, you know, whether you're uncomfortable or, or you're feeling like, you know, you want to stay in there for whatever reason, you know, the, the choice then becomes, you know, will I be, will I choose to live the rest of my life being uncomfortable in my own fucking skin and living a lie and telling everybody yep. else who I care about? You know, not being fully honest with them, or will I choose to be my own genuine self and yep. be honest with everybody? Fuck what they say. You know, wh- which one is going to cause you more? Right. Which, which one yeah. will relieve your level of discomfort more? Yep. Will yeah, it be living your life? Will it be living the rest of your life as a lie? Yeah, and or being honest with yeah. those around you and coming out and saying, "This is who I am." You can choose to accept me or not. And honestly, I want to be honest with you, and I'm going to be my genuine self. You can love me or leave me. I'll find friends elsewhere if that if I need yep. to. And you can grow like yeah. ten yep. times as much. Oh, like from from where I am up, now, man. from where I was on yeah. my mission, like the whole world opens up. And leap of faith, not leap yeah. in faith in religion, but in yourself, because faith yeah. is not necessarily a religious word. In my opinion, it has no correlation with uh, yeah religion, and that's we, just my opinion. Because I take we can have I have you faith back in to myself, discuss you know? that, but but yes, <laughs> but I but if I mean faith in yourself, not sure. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean, but but. Uh, but trusting and and believing in your own abilities. Maybe that's a better word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, God, the whole world opens up. It does. Like, I mean, way more than you the can. Yeah, you, I'm, you, I'm you can, so much more happy as an open and outspoken atheist than I ever was as somebody yeah. who, you know, chose to be closeted or didn't speak yep. out or whatever. I, I can be free and open with those around me who I care about, who I see doing horrible things in the name of their religion and, and, and call them out for doing those things and making the world a better place for having done so. Yep. Yeah. I'll just leave you guys with this then. Who do you guys think was smarter, Buddha or Jesus? Just in terms of not getting themselves crucified. Buddha. <laughs> just, just in Buddha. terms of not getting themselves crucified. <laughs> or crucifying I think I'd have to go himself. Because he didn't, that didn't happen to and him. And he, right? he yeah. didn't crucify himself. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah, Buddha didn't sacrifice himself to <laughs> no, himself, himself for himself <laughs> right. since he created on his own. Right. That's actually uh, Jessel Nick as well. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Well, on that note, Anthony yeah. Jeselnik. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a comic. Okay, he's fucking funny. Oh, I should look him up. Yeah, it's good. Okay, guys, next week. Yeah, and then we're off for a while. I think we are taking a small break. Yeah, we'll take a we'll take a. Are we perhaps. still talking about it or what are we doing? Perhaps. Well, I'm going to be gone for a while. Yeah. When, well, when are you leaving? I will be gone from December 16th till December 30th. Okay, so we got a little. It's only bit. two shows, so, yeah, two, two or three shows right there. Yeah. We got a little bit of time. Yeah. And we got two more shows then. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on before you take your break. Yeah. yeah hey, thanks fun. for coming out, man. Yeah, it was a pleasure meeting you. Hopefully, yeah, it was, it was fun. I had fun. Good. I had a great time also. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Dan Ellis. I'm, uh, I'm uh, Barack Matt Mitchell Obama. <laughs> I'm Gary Jones. <laughs> and I'm Ryan Duffy. And stay tuned for a playing of uh, White... White wine in the white sun. White wine in the sun. Oh, yeah. By Tim Stay tunes for By that. Tim Minchin. Stay tunes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really like Christmas. It's sentimental, I know. But I just really like it. I am hardly religious. 
I'd rather break bread with Dawkins than Desmond Tutu, to be honest. And yes, I have all of the usual objections to consumerism, to the commercialization of an ancient religion, to the westernization of a dead Palestinian press ganged into selling PlayStations and beer. But I still really like him. I'm looking forward to Christmas, though I'm not expecting a visit from Jesus. I'll be seeing my dad. My brother and sisters, my gran and my mum, they'll be drinking white wine in the sun. I'll be seeing my dad, my brother and sisters, my gran and my mum, they'll be drinking white wine in the sun. Don't go in for ancient wisdom I don't believe just cause ideas are tenacious It means that they're worthy I get freaked out by churches Some of the hymns that they sing have nice chords But the lyrics are spooky And yes, I have all of the usual objections To the miseducation of children Who in tax-exempt institutions Are taught to externalize blame And to feel ashamed And to judge things as plain right or wrong But I quite like the song Expecting big presents The old combination of soft drops and chocolates Is just fine by me Cause I'll be seeing my dad My brother and sisters, my gran and my mum They'll be drinking white wine in the sun I'll be seeing my dad, my brother and sisters, my gran and my mom. They'll be drinking white wine in the sun. And you, my baby girl, my jet-lagged infant daughter, you'll be handed round the room. primary school and you won't understand but you will learn someday that wherever you are and whatever you face these are the people who make you feel safe in this world 
Sisters and me and your mom will be waiting for you in the sun. Whenever you come, your brothers and sisters, your aunts and your uncles, your grandparents, cousins, and me and your mom will be waiting for you in the sun. Drinking white wine in the sun, darling. When Christmas comes, we'll be waiting for you in the sun. Drinking white wine in the sun, waiting for you in the sun. It's sentimental, I know 